and welcome to episode 316 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me, as always, is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And he's got properties all over the world, and they're all under the ground and full of comics. And calling from Bunker 69 this week is Tony Esmond. I've decided I can't break you because I used to try and make you laugh before we start recording and you said, let's see where it goes. And I went, ugh. And you didn't even drop a beat there. You just straight back into it. (laughs) It's almost like I'm numb. Numb inside (laughs) after all of these episodes. But I tell you what, though, all of us may be numb inside and feel nothing, but it is hot. It is hot. hot. This is a a heatwave as we're speaking at the moment in the UK. So if you can hear any sort of uh, humming in the background, don't be concerned. It's probably just the fans we've got in our offices. It could be Pascal. He's quite it could be. Oh, my word. Isn't he the dead one? I... Yeah. Right. I'll put a question to you. If you was at home, for instance, on a hot day like this, and you was wearing like shorts, but you didn't have a top on to try and keep as cool as possible, and there was a delivery that's, coming, that's just that's just the norm, Dan. Where, where are you going? This is norm. If, if just lifting. Delivery coming, Sorry, I was in the middle of lifting. Yeah. yeah. Lifting. Bro, do you even lift? And uh, you was expecting the delivery, and the doorbell went. Would you put a, a top? Take on the shorts off. Yeah, take the shorts off. Or... What? <laughs> It's like if I'm, in, if I'm to... in a hotel and someone knocks at the yeah. door, I purposely get undressed to answer the door because I think it's yeah. funny. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're the closest yeah. I've ever been to Rick, to Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> so you turned out, ended up just getting off with the woman who delivered the parcel. Is that what happened? Yeah, no, the one was the waitress delivery and then... Uh... I thought that was a bit odd, and I thought I oh, wouldn't wouldn't be odd because it was a lady. I thought it wouldn't be odd if it was a bloke, and then the bloke came along and did it today, and it was more awkward. So <laughs> kind of the carpets. Was, was it the fact that you were like like doing that thing with your pecs where you're just tensing them yeah. one at a time? Yeah, it's hypnotizing, isn't it? But if anyone was really alarmed or concerned about what we spoke about just then, don't worry. Um, even though Dan shops at Waitrose, he's still normal like the rest of us. We just want to um, let you know, really. you know he's, he's still uh, he's still Jenny from the block. Uh, occasionally go down Sainsbury's, you know what I mean? Keep it real. <laughs> keep it keep it real. Keep it real. In if Waitrose doesn't have Madofinoir, I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to go make it myself. These strawberries aren't fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that is just around the corner of my house. There's uh, a little. And the inner, is it literally where you get the aisle down the middle and they just fill it with a load of old shit that they can get and <laughs> stick it there? Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a solar, like a, solar-powered bike or something. Yeah. The, the local Facebook group took a photo of in there and they'd, <laughs> they had sex seats. Pardon? For sale in the centre of Little. What's yeah. a sex seat? It was kind of like a kind of... Uh, read the box, Dan. What does it say on the box, Dan? Yeah, read the box. The I think box. it was like a series of blocks you could put together so you and your partner could share relations in different positions more easily oh. like a lego uh, thing yeah. i mean that was quite specific what you said Se- there dan did you lego. actually did you read <laughs> sex lego there's the name of this week's episode they haven't done that they're after fucking money out of every they're, other pocket there's somewhere yeah. there's somewhere that's done sex lego or duplo yeah. if you couldn't afford lego bricks <laughs> stickle bricks oh no oh no dude <laughs> you fucking masochist sometimes the pain helps it's true. <laughs> Tell you what doesn't give you pain, though. That's our lovely sponsor, Comic, Comic House. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? Comics. Oh, yes, that's what we're talking about every week. And Comic House love comics as much as we do, and they love indie comics. Yes, they're an indie comic marketplace with a difference. 
If you go on to ComicHouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on their database. If you self-publish your books, you can list your book on there as well and start selling straight away. It's another avenue to get your books out there into the Joe Public. I wonder why, where Joe Public... Yeah, I use that from, phrase uh, a lot, and I always wonder yeah. where Joe Public... Hmm. Hmm. Isn't it something to do with... It's an American thing, like Joe Q, somebody public. Or something. Is that yeah. a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like... G.I. Joe as well. It's I mean, kind of like, yeah. like John Doe, isn't there. it? You know, We'll be talking about G.I. Joe later. Oh, nice. Oh, brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Is, there a, is there like a... It feels like there must be some sort of common license sort of Joe Public comic book hero somewhere. Yeah. There, there's got to be someone called that. Surely. Yeah, it's got to be like a Ditko character called yeah. Joe public and he's just yeah. a normal bloke yeah. yeah what's that character out of the fantastic four that basically like draws drains power from like the ordinary people around him and he battles is he called twitter <laughs> <laughs> he's something like mr mr everybody or mr joe average yeah, or something. yeah that's right he yeah. Can only, yeah he can only say like 240 words at a time or something before you yeah they're all packed every single one of them is patronizing and drains a life from no, you yeah, yeah no yeah. nuance yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a character called No Nuance, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we should. And then when we make that comic, we can put it on Comic House. Yes, good idea. How, how um, I'm going to beat you? A thread, one of four. <laughs> <laughs> Down with the government. Hashtag <laughs> fuck the Pope. Yeah, I work for I work for Disney, but fuck the government and the Pope in their bum holes. All right, nice one, thank you. <laughs> you forgot the hashtags. Anyway, (laughs) if you go to ComicCats.com, you'll find that they also have a wonderful selection of titles on the database. They also have a fantastic digital app, if you like reading your comics digitally, Mm. which we do a lot. It's basically like Netflix for comics. Only £3 a month, you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics that's growing all the time. What stuff is on there at the moment, Dan? We've got uh, Bloop and the Pigeon Pandemic, Issue 1, Mars on Lockdown, Realm of the Hours Logical Collections, Volume 5. We've got Roger Corman Presents, The Death Sport Games, Issues 1, 2, 4. I love the fact that you you, you give that the real credence it deserves. You you, you lower your tone. The trailer voice. I should have read that this week. uh, Remiss of me to to not to do so. And we've got uh, Puno, Altiplano, Altiplano, uh, Volume 2, Issue 2, from uh, our good friend Gustavo Vargas, which is an absolute fucking dynamite comment. Yeah. Yeah. Love yes. it. A Peruvian cyberpunk comic about robots, memories, warfare, and sex. Yeah. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, and, life, yeah. And you can you can read those and more at comichouse.com. And mm. um and also if you've got kids and you want to get them into comics, they have like an all ages um sort of area and plus if you don't want them to read like the more mature comics, you can sort out your profile, uh, etc. And if you're also if you're a creator and you have a profile on there you can add profile pictures and social media details, oh, etc., so that everyone knows who you are and about your comics. If they want, to I regularly send Pete pictures, so that's that's good. <laughs> he probably yeah. wants some, uh, not those pictures, Tony. Was yeah. it Pete's birthday this week, or was that last week? I lost, oh, well, it was Dan's birthday. We'll, we'll, we'll get on yeah, that. That's a big we'll, one. We'll Getting get on that. that in a minute. Yeah. So, um, yes, to find out more, start your 14-day free trial and dive headfirst into the amazing world of small press we talk about every week. And chuck it. Chocolate? Why? Why? Why do I want to say chocolate? Chocolate. Uh, yeah. Chocolatecomichouse.com, <laughs> which is a di- which, which is a different website. But just go to comichouse.com and see what we're talking about in terms of our sponsor. Yeah. Um, but uh, it must be. I must be thinking about the the massive chocolate fudge gato that Dan surely had for what are Where you are we now? Twenty two? Are you twenty two um, now, Dan? No, mate. I'm forty four. Fuck off. Is it really four years since we saw RoboCop? 
Yeah. Fucking hell. It's gone, isn't it? Yeah. Where's that time gone, man? Oh, we forgot man. to mention last week we were six years as well, weren't we? Fucking hell. That's, yeah. Again, just absolutely rockets by. At, yeah. this, at, at, this, at this moment, like, you know, I, I should play like Hello Darkness, my old friend playing behind yeah. us as we think about this. Sound of Cylons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great meme that we should post yeah, yeah. online. Uh, <laughs> everywhere, so people know what we're talking about. I, uh, I have to post up the comic swag. I did good on the comic swag. You got, oh, nice. No, dude, nice you, got, you got an old school Rambo pencil case. Yeah, oh, 1980s nice. Rambo pencil case from my wife and a tactical pen used for breaking glass and or bone. So. <laughs> you, got both, you got both of those from your wife? Yeah. And it's an like, interesting what message does that send? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Here's, here's your weapon of mass destruction. Well, here's a pencil case to keep it in. We had the uh, the magazine come with it, and it's like all the tactical gear, like tactical axe and all these fucking clothing, like clothing for, for wannabe army people. And I was like, oh, look, we could put that in. Because we, uh, we got a little survival pack, haven't we? And <laughs> see us through know, the dark days of the uh, end of humanity. Uh, 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 hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, on, hold on. Hang on. We need, to break, no, we need to break this down before we start talking about comics. A... You're reading tactical survival magazines. And, <laughs> came, and B, no, you said you've got the, a survival the pack. With a pen. What, yeah, what you've you, got a pack. What do you mean? Yeah. A, what do you mean a pack? What's you in the pack? Like are, are, you, are you preparing you like for a, a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, we got like a. My wife bought. I knew you said it. My wife bought a uh, like a pack, a ready-made pack, and it's got like MREs in it, water purification stuff. Uh, you know, odds and sods that you'd want in a survival scenario. Cobra knife. And I've got a whacking great big crowbar alongside <laughs> it as well. <laughs> Have you written something cool on it? Because, you know, in, in all the great post-apocalyptic sort of stories, someone's written something cool on their shotgun, axe, knife. You know, what have you written on it, Dan? Uh, I haven't thought about that, actually. Perhaps uh, in the, uh, the dark nights when I'm by the, the fire and the humanity's end draws near, yeah. I can think up a name to whittle into the Yeah, I should have called it that. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, what should what should Dan call his crowbar? Let us yeah. know. Let us know. Dan's, Dan's damager. Let Something us, like that, isn't it? Yeah, let yeah. us know in the comments below where, like the Facebook or the Twitter, after you've listened to this episode. Um, what does um, Dan call his and, weapon? And Dan will pick, Dan will pick his favourite and chisel it. Yeah. Into the co- crowbar. <laughs> <He's not bad. laughs> the, I, I'm, I'm very no, proud of this. So we're like the podcast that not only is one of them got, you know, everyone knows the name of his bo- bollocks, but we're about to name Dan's knob as well. Yeah, brilliant. No, I, I that's where we're going with this. I thought that's where we're going with it. No, I don't. No, I think it's a genuine crowbar. We're saving that for the next, the next celebration, the next big show. There's going to be a ceremony. Ceremony implies that there's going to be a presentation (laughs) of sorts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, dear, dear. Anyway, what do we talk about? We talk about comics, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be highbrow this week, folks, because it's. It's what? just it's just the three of us. Um, we're getting dehydrated <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> what have you got? What are you drinking? I'm drinking um, cream soda. I like cream soda. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's oh, mm, what nice brand? Um, bar. Pardon? Oh, cool. Nice one. Yeah. Is that mm. a, I've got a uh, Tropicana with ice. Oh, nice. Nice. Old school. 
I've just got. What have you some, got? You got Umbongo. I've just. <laughs> well, they drink it in the Congo, Tony. Um, <laughs> well, indeed. I've just got some good old HUO, but some. Uh, some squash at the same time. You know I you love, love squash, squash, don't you? I do. I, I carry in the car those little little containers like concentrated squash. I like those. Nice. Yeah, but you don't drink. You got to put water with them. Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, oh no, that is quite tart. <laughs> quite tart. <laughs> what I don't like about this heat, it robs me of my one true love, and that's drinking coffee. We've got no. Hang on, you you just talked about your wife, and they. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you want true love. I think she, under- I think she oh, understands. Oh, she understands. About the coffee yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. Coffee yeah. or wife, coffee or wife. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. she'll understand. Yeah. Um, your one true love is coffee. I love coffee. Oh, no, no, no. That's, maybe I'm overrigging that. I do. No, love no, coffee, no. Then. No, no. I just want. What's your favorite? I've been able to consume it. Why haven't you been consuming coffee? Oh, just because it's too warm, man. I don't like it when it's. I had an iced latte coffee. today. Oh, that was nice. Try them. They're good. Oh, that is nice. You've, yeah. you've changed, haven't you? Yeah, I'm just Dan's yeah. influence. <laughs> Drinking lattes. Have a little bit of your lattes. Right, posh boy with your latte. Yeah. yeah. Where's the right, Tory boy? Yeah. S- sitting in the Waitrose Cafe. Fucking hell! They yeah. put too much cr- milk in this latte. Yeah. Oh, if you've got a Waitrose card, you can get those coffees for free. No, oh, here we, we get go. a latte. That's it for that. Okay. Yeah, get a latte for free. You know, like the reward card thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. People used to do that work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take the piss out of Mister Waitrose. We better get back onto comics, you know. Yeah, let's do it. A large, large. We've got loads of subjects to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we do have quite a few subjects to talk about. There's no guests this week, so it's, it's just us. A bit of comics talk. There's some different topics. Um, of course, everything that we're going to talk about this week is just our opinion. Normally, well, I can only speak for myself, but mine's completely <laughs> uninformed and unintelligent. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, they're interesting though. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Shit, but but, yeah. but of course, keep the conversations going uh, online after this episode. So you know, be sure to comment and keep the discussions going, whether it be on the Facebook, the Twitter, or the Slack. Um, yeah, be good. But um, how do we want to start this, gents? Which one? Which one should we start with? Because I, I warn you, people, these are genuine comments. There's these are these, these are one of those. Of, what colour should Superman pants be it's none of that nonsense this is genuine, this genuine we're venting nonsense. a bit this week yeah should we do the one where uh there was talk about how much can can you earn a living doing comics is it viable well i was wondering do we start with i see what you're saying but i think almost the kickstarter leads into that doesn't it because the creators are yeah. earning office yeah okay i'll tell you what this this do you want start with i, I think yeah. i think there's been a little um there's been rumblings. I'm not sure whether you've caught it on any of our previous episodes, folks. Whether we've um, said there's going to be a kick, bit of a Kickstarter chat going forward. I know. I know. Every week we do talk about it. If, if you follow, in, you know, self-published comics at all, it's impossible not to talk about this Kickstarter in some way, shape, or form. And certainly, we've got some of the shout-outs for some fantastic Kickstarters. But there are some uh, conversations we wanted to have for a little while now. Yeah. Um, so, Tony, do you want to just kick us off? Yeah, I mean, it came because I'd backed um, a number of professionals on Kickstarter. It hasn't come from... So everyone who's run a Kickstarter, I don't think it's you, because it's, it's probably not. I can't imagine these people listen to mm. us. Um, but it came mostly, and it's something that we've talked about in the Drink and Draws a bit, actually. I know me and Pete Dory talked about it, is um, I backed the Dreadstar Returns Kickstarter. I'm an yeah. old-school fan of both Dreadstar and Jim Starlin. I think we're probably all fans of Jim Starlin, aren't we? Yeah. Um, 
and i've got the numbers here so the project was successfully funded on the 11th of may 2020 so just over a year ago in the realm of kickstarters that's probably a little bit out of order but not there's worse ones you know um the so on the 11th of may i paid i think it's 30 dollars for the book um on in october last year i got charged 64 dollars for postage now robbery because he's using a firm and i know postage is high i send to and receive from the states all the time it's not that high so i'm suspecting that this so each parcel probably plays a little bit of money to the people who he is employing to distribute his book i'm guessing um yeah and still haven't received the book so the the comment section on this particular kickstarter has I've become read it it's a joy. Yeah, it's, it's like a community of blokes a community yeah. of old blokes moaning that's what it's become yeah now the okay so I put. I realised that the the postage fee would come later, so I am is down to me, to a certain extent for that. However, the book has been sold by Jim Starling at conventions already. I'd like to point out I have not received this book, and most people haven't. I don't think, or very few people have. The so that that was the first kickoff. Hmm. So the email came through. Look, we need to explain the fact is what we're going to do. We're going to tell Jim not to not to sell it at conventions. You know. I think things are slightly more nuanced than that. You have a conversation with him and say people are, you know, um, and then it's, it was for sale on Amazon. Uh, so you could get it on Amazon with a one day delivery um, right. without paying any, if you have prime, you didn't pay any postage. Right. And so I know that's been stopped now, but that was a way of doing it. And I've heard from people, I'm on an American Slack who've said they've seen it in their local comic book shop. It's outrageous. Yeah. So I, there was a conversation going on. It's the 11 o'clock comics. So I was having a conversation on there and um, yeah, there Vince, as I like to refer to him, said, <laughs> um, I've come to the decision that I won't back anything that is going to make it into previews. Yeah. And I think I agree with him. I think yeah. Kickstarter, if you're going to put it in previews, why am I paying postage? Yeah. You know, kind of, I can just, you know, pick it up from my comic shop. My comic shop, if you spend more than a certain amount, you get it posted to you for free anyway. But how do yeah. you know um, if that's going to be the plan? I think you just have to take a punt. I think if Jim Starlin or Tim Truman or... A bigger you know, publisher uh, to take, well, yeah. like, for instance, the, the controversial Berserker. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think if you look at that and you think, well, let's face it, it's, it's not, not going to be in, you know... Mm. In yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. You just got to wait, and I think because I'm, I, to be fair, I backed it because I was really keen to get it, and yeah. I wanted to show that I'm a fan of Jim's, and you know I thought, oh, you know maybe, you know he's had a few dramas with Marvel, he's doing this. I want to show a bit of, you know, I want to show I'm on his side, and you know helping yeah. out and stuff. And I did actually me- message him saying sixty four dollars, Jim. You're not sending it from Mars, and he didn't reply. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> so that was on. Uh, that was on. Um, this is same issue with that Maddie, wasn't it? The yeah. The Amazon were getting it before the people that backed the Kickstarter, and it's yeah. Is this like and the why... one with Scott's? Is it what's the one with Scott Snyder did as well? I think that was the case. That I think issue two was out long before I even got got it through the post. Um, uh, I think that's a good shout, man, because like, just you're going to get fucked over. They just seem to yeah. think that like, as soon as they got the Kickstarter money, oh well, it's done now. I don't need to do anything more. And then 
the book gets made on that money and then once it's in the shop selling yeah i had the same with mike grell's kickstarter i love mike grell's work and i met him and i just think people get in these people's ears because the person yeah. running the kickstarter wasn't mike grell it was this other dude and all these people are going where's my book mate you know yeah um frustrating me is like people defending them on the app like, like on the kickstarter saying look you just gotta be patient it's like they've paid the money over a year ago yeah um you paid extra for for the shipping well and, like, i, I paid like what, twice once, yeah yeah to be fobbed off once again by saying no no you will get it in fact amazon got it and everyone else has fucking got it yeah i know that's really bad but you these, will get it yeah for these names and um you know obviously the, the bigger names or like the professionals who are running the kickstarter and stuff i can understand obviously if, it, if it's for you know they might not have the time to run a kickstarter i mean we've talked about it many times on, the, on this show with people who run kickstarters they're can be pretty full on um so to get someone but i i think sometimes it feels like these creators and i'm not speaking about any specifically they you know they've come up with this idea they give it to someone to set up a kickstarter and then they walk away from it yeah and they have nothing to do with it um <laughs> and often you, haven't even drawn it yet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um it's kind of that thing I'll, I'll do this and then they get the fucking money and they think yeah. oh shit now make the bloody thing yeah yeah. The thing is that, I mean, we've whinged several, you know, several times about Kickstarters that we pledged to, and we haven't got anything. Um, um, that there's there's one okay. that I I always go back to that. Yeah. Um, that was again. That was from a pro. Yeah. 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 I've never fucked. I, I've just scanned through, and I've not been fucked over on a small press Kickstarter. Me neither. No. Yeah. There's the B Claymore one as well, which is was he, he was putting together that book, and that's still not come out, is it? There was, there was yeah, I guess actually, I, I don't know. There, there was one I pledged to, and it was just a digital book, so I'm not losing anything, sort of hand over fist. But um, it was one of those um, for a graphic novel, and then it's succeeded, but then the person's taken on other work. And they're they're doing all these these commission lists, and you know I'm working through the commission list first. Oh, and I'm I'm working on this issue of I don't know Vampirella or something. Just say it something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, but you've made you've made a commitment. Yeah, you've made a commitment and taken <laughs> and, the money, and, to... and you've been yeah. paid for that commitment. <laughs> and I always feel like saying, mate, I sent you fifty quid three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean what's it? Where, where's my money? You know, fifty quid ain't is a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be mortified. I mean, we 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 send ours out, you know, as soon as it gets back from the printer. Literally, mm. as soon as yeah. if it sat there for a month, I would it would just play on my mind too much. Yeah. God, yeah. And mate. if people started complaining, I would be utterly mortified. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'd ever if it really fucked up that bad, and it was like it went months over. I don't know if I'd do it again after that experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, and oh, people no. seem to take this um, this sort of angry attitude. You know, like the the Maddie one calling. And okay, uh, someone is saying she meant it, like in a funny way. But don't call people deadbeats for not getting nah. their book that they've paid for. Christ Almighty! And it weren't funny. Now, Maddie, yeah. if you try that in any other any line of work and calling a customer or a client a deadbeat, and then yeah. kind of in fashion, it won't fly. I can no. only think that that dude from Moon, whoever that geezer is, she did it with um, oh. Duncan Jones, is it? Yeah. 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 I can only think he must be thinking, oh, this is just painfully embarrassing. Yeah, mm. I don't know if you even got to see that. But, uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, frustrating. But like, like you said, I think that's a good thing to kind of consider if it's going to be a big name and it's going to be in 
previews and sold in shops. Like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, think we, twice, yeah, think twice, yeah, yeah. And uh, for for me, the small press and the self-publishing people are doing it right. Do you know what I mean? They're the yeah. ones, um, and it's wonderful whenever you see like uh, a small small press creator sort of saying, "Oh, I'm a uh, you know project we love on Kickstarter or something like." Cause it's like, yeah. Too fucking right because you've worked hard. We got some of that to talk about near the end of shouts. Exactly, standout titles. Um, But it's also, and we've spoken to many of them on the on the show that know exactly what they're doing with it, or or you know, or they've done a couple of campaigns and have learned from it. And it's all about delivering the best, you know, Mm. product for people. And even even sometimes naturally when there are delays, just the communication, keeping in touch, and giving people value for money and stuff like that. Um, But there are. There are far too many um, campaigns that are, that are sort of succeeding, and then after eighteen months, nothing's happening. And <laughs> yeah, I got and, one the other and, day. I'm kind of hoping that the people have just stopped talking about it eventually. Yeah, yeah. I know nervous. there's actually people out there who think that it's okay. I got one the other day. I can't remember the dude's name anyway, but I'm, I'm not fucking bothered. He's one of these trappy people on the internet, you know. And uh, and I realised the book was well over a year late, sort of thing, where it is. So I messaged him to say, "What's happening with this book?" And didn't hear anything back. And then this, this like circular email went out to all the backers saying, "For those that don't understand Kickstarter or don't understand wow. crowdfunding, yeah. let me just tell you this: it's not always easy. You know, it's like the most patronising thing yeah, I've stupid. ever read in my life." So I sent this person an email back saying, um, "That's the most patronising thing I've ever read." It makes Alex DeCampi sound polite. <laughs> and he put, fortunately, he put a PS at the end. You can have your money back if you really want it, you know, which I don't think he meant. Do you know what I mean? So That's I right. said, um, so I said, oh, yeah, and I would like my money back, please. Yeah. Yeah. And I got it back. To be fair, to be fair to him, I got it back within two days. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I um, think that was an Indiegogo one. And the, the, there's a couple of Indiegogo ones. One's like a martial arts poster book. But it's like four years now or something ridiculous. And I've messaged them a couple of times saying, what's happening? You know, I sent you 50 quid, you know, years ago. What's actually happening with this? Yeah, yeah nothing back. Take the money and run. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very dangerous sign if you're back in a comic that hasn't been started or yeah. in any way worked on. Like saying one, you, know, you know that when they get the money, they're going to start working on the comic. And then they're offering up commissions with it as long as well yeah because to me that's like you should be as soon as that money comes through if your your kind of ethic is you're you're going to do the comic when the kickstarter makes it you shouldn't be having commissions on the side as stretch goals because you should be doing this fucking comic getting this comic out pleasing all of them if there's someone's paying you like an extra 200 dollars to do the a commission it's like you're prioritizing them over the entirety of the the rest of the book which uh, i think is stupid work practice the reason D-Man is I thought we might cover that is because it's going to it's going to lead into what you want to talk about is are these people supplementing wages with commissions and kickstarters that don't go anywhere sometimes you know is that an well, issue yeah I, I couldn't comment too much about the kickstarter thing but yeah I think it does there was a discussion uh, about can is it feasible to make a living wage while working in comics and there was arguments sort of to and fro. And I've sort of been pondering it, thinking, well, is that the case? Because there's lots of up-and-coming artists that they don't do what they do full-time. They have to do another job. Yeah. But if you make it in an industry and you're, you're a professional working full-time, you shouldn't have to be – surely you shouldn't have to be supplementing your income with another job just so you could do the job 
you love. Do you know what I mean? Mm, you yeah. can say, oh, I'm a plumber. I do plumbing full time, but I have to fucking work on the weekends uh, McDonald's because the, the plumbing don't bring in enough money. Yeah, mm. I certainly know personally, and I've been in meetings where I know that creators work in other areas. For example, in the UK, sort of graphic novel world, there's a lot of people who work within animation. Yeah, you know, like a lot of them kind of go to storyboarding or, or work yeah. with film and television because the money is just more in line with what they should be earning as opposed to comics where there's kind of the complaint of the page rates being just not improving or changing and just what you get out of it is just not worth doing, yeah. which is yeah. fucking breaks my heart, man. And it's certainly, um, I mean, I've seen some artists that I was sort of fans of um sort of disappear you know i thought oh yeah you know i'm gonna watch them sort of rise and rise <clears throat> and then they sort of disappear and then i thought oh perhaps they just stop stop making comics and sure, sure enough they end up working as a concept artist for a filmmaker and yeah. and they've been responsible for some amazing stuff that we've seen on the big screen yeah but it's now like we've um, not got that voice in comics anymore yeah exactly there's one um that i've seen um oh, his name is he did the comics Battle Gods and Lone Wolf 2100, two books. That oh, I been, know. Yeah. Um, um, and he works with Guillermo del Toro right. on lots of stuff. And certainly you can see those kind of, those style of things that, that he does. And, and you know, and that's brilliant because that's that's the sort of also collaboration, a collaborator that from what I gather, when they, when they see talented people that they work with, they keep working with them. And, mm, yeah just giving them the right the props i mean not everyone i mean not everyone also not i mean not everyone makes a bad wage you know there's a lot of people no 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 yeah exactly um but not but you know not everyone can afford working if you're working full-time at marvel the idea of having to me the idea of having a secondary job because you're not getting paid enough is fucking mental to me i don't know about you guys beautiful oh you're i'm full-time at marvel but I don't I'd, I'd love you know like I say I'm completely naive you know I don't know about the page rates and Thank stuff yeah. and, and and certainly to do you know to all these artists who are, who are full time and stuff they are they are grinding a lot of the time you know we're not talking clock in at 9 finish at, at 5 um, a lot of the time they're, they're working around the clock sort of thing they don't work normal sort of office hours I know what you're saying V but I work 6 o'clock 7 o'clock every day well I, do, I don't <laughs> I, I fucking do, I, and I always have, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, just, I got there was a meme. There was a meme that went around a few years ago of um, can't remember who put it out. And there was a picture of you know just of that lone window in a you know a load of block of flats, and it was yeah. like the lone window work. was a light, and it was someone saying graphic novelist or artist mm, or something, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I changed it and just drew arrows to street to say doctor, ambulance driver, nurse, yeah. police officer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah. But but what I'm what I'm speaking to is like, you know, those people are working like full time, and if they can, if, if if they can, that that do that and have the ability to not have to pick up another another job, that's fantastic. And I wish, I wish that the, the comics was an industry where Marvel and DC and all these big companies. I, I wish that the dream that we all have of. Uh, well, not that we all have, yeah. I, you know, but but you know the yeah, old yeah. the old the old yeah. dream of if I work if I work for Marvel, I've made it. That's that's my full time. Yeah. Yeah. It should be how it works. It, it should be. Yeah, it, it should, should be. be. And certainly, I think I, I think the only sort of concrete example of that is when Marvel sort of says they sign an exclusive. 
Do you know when they, they do they still do that? Yeah. I haven't that? heard any for a while. There may no, be some, but I haven't heard any. But, and I think um, Pepe Larraz is he on yeah, an exclusive but, now? But know. but for me, that's almost an example of like we've got a full time employee uh, working for us. Any anyone else? I don't think that necessarily you know it, it applies because also with comics, contract freelance stuff. Yeah, like, you're a freelancer. You're on for six issues here. You've got to move to someone else to do you know six issues there. You know or and if you want to do your own comics, that's a completely well. We know about that. That's a completely different. <laughs> well, a lot of people. That's kind of like you're getting more of the revenue, aren't you? If you do your own property. Yeah. Well, the, it it's the be... old Hickman, the Hickman manifest, not the Hickman. Sorry, um, who did the Walking Kirkman. Dead? Mm. Who, sorry, Kirkman. Kirkman. Kirkman manifesto. Pardon me. Yeah. So the Kirkman manifesto was you make your bones at Marvel or DC, and then you move into Image, yeah. where you can, you know, you do creator and I actually think that's changed a little bit. It's... I think what Daniel Warren Johnson does now. So he does. He kind of jumps between the two. Yeah. So yeah. I think the the memory of of comics fans is a bit like a goldfish at the moment. You can't yeah. just do that and then go to Image for the rest of your yeah. career. In yeah. the most part, you've yeah. got to like get your face known on a Wonder Woman. Go off and do a you know yeah. Yeah. the next book. But then go we back also do a... go in. I, I want to make, get this made into a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Thing like yeah. here's a here's a high concept mini series. Yeah. If this is any good, we can go to some Netflix or sci-fi channel and say it probably doesn't work for a lot of creators as well there are you know because when you step away from you know this bigger project that you do to do your own work no no one's paying you for that if you're doing your own projects as we all know no one's paying us to do these comics (laughs) Um, and that for you know these amazing artists that were like oh you know Dave that's why sometimes it takes a while for that when they announce a project and then like 18 months later you see it appear in previews or something it's because they've had to do it whenever they can do it mm. um because they have to have to pay the bills and stuff there's got a, you what you do has got to be supported by the people who buy it yeah you can't just demand that you live a certain life yeah um, no. i think you just have to you know it's it's it used to be a career look at the image days where you could go and become a millionaire and yeah. that's increasingly more difficult you know not everyone's but, a mark miller but also, but also there's on that on the flip side obviously there was the heady days of like rob liefeld paying people stupid amounts of money but there were also people in the 90s that weren't making that who obviously when they heard people saying god oh, making there's loads of money in comics probably thinking i'm not i'm not making yeah, right, fucking yeah. money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, there's a, a kind of romanticism as I get kind yeah. of older with the I'm I'm a like an artist and I work stupid long hours and I don't have a lot of money and it's like that's all great when you're like in your twenties, when you start rolling around to your thirties and forties and you think, well, hold on, I ain't got any fucking health insurance, there's no pension, I've got no real <laughs> yeah. savings to speak mm. of. Man pension not, people yeah, don't not, realise what a relief it is to have a pension, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm not I'm not earning much more than I was ten, fifteen years ago. And he's suffering fucking hell. That's that's a real problem, man. It's, uh, um, it sounds like I've been really down on comics, but I, I fucking love the medium and anyone who kind of creates, I mean, as, it, as I'm sure all of us. It, it's just frustrating. I think, and here, here's an interesting um, <laughs> sort of way of phrasing it. It would be amazing and if comics were booming and... Yeah. We, we were all doing fantastically well. Uh, do you know what? I'd love to be an arrogant prick who's making lots of money <laughs> from stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah um, but you know, I don't need to earn money to be that. To be fair, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, man, I'd love to make comics full time and just be no, no kind of worries about yeah. pension and but, fucking mortgage and all but, that kind but, of but stuff. But the only but, way to do it is a lottery win. 
uh, yeah. or, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and you can't depend on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of my daydreams is winning the lottery and then like setting up my own publisher. And saying, uh, right, do, want, same with me, Dan. But oh, and you, you doing you doing this on this comic? You do yeah, that comic. Yeah. Do you know what stop? Do you know what stops that from happening? Whenever I think about it, I think as soon as I think about it, I've cursed it. That's that's how it works, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've yeah. got to actually buy a lottery ticket. Oh yeah, that would help as well. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> it's a lot of money, tenner. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. when it used to be one pound. <laughs> Back in the day, oh, I'm in a couple you of. You are um, showing your a, age there. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a couple of syndicates from work, and I, I can't. I haven't got the heart from the place I used to work at. I've got the heart to come out of them because that's when they're going to win, isn't it? You know, it's going to come up, and you're like, oh. do, you, do you know what? I yeah, took, yeah. I took that chance one day. I did take that chance, and I haven't looked back. Because I just still, don't speak to those people they're, anymore. They're still there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They passed me on their yacht the other day, and I wasn't. <laughs> Do you know what? I think I, I don't like us being moaners because I think we. I, I like I like us being positive, and I think if you can make money, good on you. And I think there are a few people doing that. But I think oh, one, yeah, of the, doubt. Yeah, yeah. one of the problems is this, this sort of subject comes up on that toxic fucking sludge pit of Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it becomes so utterly polarized hmm. that you know if you don't have the right idea, you're a you're a Nazi, isn't it? Remember you saying Dan once, if you put if you put chocolate in the fridge, you're a Nazi these days. You know, it's that sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. and oh god, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's come to the point now where it's slightly off this off subject this, but it's come to the point now where I realise that Twitter means nothing anymore it means uh, yeah absolutely it means absolutely yeah. nothing to sales to presence to creativity or anything the only small thing it maybe means is that it allows us to get people's kickstarters out there you know maybe yeah. get a small kickstart funded but utterly means nothing all these people spouting non-stop opinions on there and seeming to think it's real life need to get a grip now because i think we've you moved on a popular opinion on twitter is one that wouldn't even be considered in the real hashtag or in the no. Probably it's real world. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think you look at that and you think this is the norm. This is how everyone thinks. But you go outside, and I've, I've asked people who just there's a little subset of people I can speak to who have no knowledge of any of that. They're kind of like yeah, blokes on the street, as it were, uh, and they uh, don't have a fucking clue about Twitter or anything. And people have it. got to stop running their businesses by what is said on Twitter. Yeah, it's going to cause shit. and it's this sort of thing. People think, oh, Twitter's saying that you know we need more, you know fucking sparrows in our comics so we're like oh I'll put sparrows but nobody thinks that nobody four yeah. people on twitter think it you know mm. just they just want good comics there's that one thing the you know they just banged on and on and on about that fucking she-ra cartoon oh, and yeah. then the results came out it wasn't even in the top 10 of the cartoons watched last year on like right. the kids networks and yeah. fucking the way you'd see it going on there it was like the second coming of fucking jesus it was yeah. just like it was smashing it all over the place but it didn't get even in the top well, ten. It's like we um, watching it. It's like we um. I think we brief we sort of touched upon this um last week when we were talking. Is we are in we are in a bubble. We are we are under that glass dome. That if mm. you're if you're in this community and certainly you know the the ACP has spawned its own little community as well. Like when you're in this community, when you're in a dome, the sound bounces off, so it sounds yeah. louder than it is. God fucking hell, I'm on it with the metaphors today, aren't I? Um, <laughs> but you step out of that dome, no one knows what we're talking about, and even more people don't care. So, yeah. So, so <laughs> even I don't care. Yeah. And I'm talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the best way to do it is just 
love the things you love and just promote them and yeah. just and just recommend them and just because it may seem like we're we're, we're an army at the end of fucking you know Lord, the final Lord of the Rings. There's a huge army, but no, we're, we're just five people climbing up a mountain. That's what that's what we are. We're the Fellowship. We're not an army. So yeah. we so we just have to be. You know, we just got to bring up creators that we love. You just got to support yeah. like great work, and and just just try and feed back. And that's how. I mean, certainly there's probably a lot of creators who. Whether it be, you know, they're in their studios and they're part time doing it. I mean, that's why I think like the small press and the independent press is where I'm. I'm more invested in anyway. This whole talk oh, of, like Marvel, yeah, Mar- Marvel and DC, blah blah blah. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care. Totally, they totally lost me. There's no, there's no, there's no big two. There's no big two. There are, there are Scholastic and stuff just blowing everyone out of the fucking water. Yeah. So I don't know what the conversation is yeah, about. Yeah, anime and manga. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They're, I've they're, got a big two. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> well, it's that. It's that. <laughs> diet, if someone said to comic. me like, Dan, this fucking Marvel comic or DC comic is really good to check out, and I'd get it in trade and I'd read it and I'd enjoy it if it's good. Yeah. But on the whole, I'm just not really. If it's good comics, I'm, it's I'm, good comics. Yeah, I'm on the title by title basis. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it doesn't matter. And if you're enjoying it, if you're enjoying it, and it's something that I don't necessarily enjoy, then fucking more power to you. You know, this, uh, between the three of us, there's stuff that you know. Sometimes you share it about, and we're like, well, it's not really mine, but you might might like well, it. Did, we did that yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Or yeah. day before. I sent you a message. Look, it's not really not my cuppa, but you two might like it. And you and uh, uh, Chucklehead Tom loved it, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, it's just it's just genuinely all those people who are out there just just trying to make their comics then. We are behind you one hundred percent, and and those people who are in because we're in a bubble. But when you're making comics on your own, you're in a tiny bubble of yourself. And yeah, so, I I feel I was just saying I feel bad about talking about the wages and stuff. I know it's not really a, a kind of a done thing, and I feel bad for kind of like slating it. Just I just find it very frustrating that people can't make a living in yeah in the comics. I'd rather they could. And I know if I've upset you, I apologise. We'll now. get a few. We'll get a few yeah. subtweets around that one. We, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. It, the fact the fact is, it's more difficult to these days. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not a lie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, someone. I mean, uh, when I when I poked my head in to see what the conversation was about, someone like Ryan K. Lindsay. I think you know, I'd love it if he was making all his his bucks from like writing comics because Lord knows yeah. he fucking. He works hard, and I get his newsletter and stuff, and like he's putting out stuff, and he's published, and and his career is just going up and up and up. But he's making most of his money from, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, it, doing a more important job, teaching kids. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but when he's someone yeah. of that high quality, and they they're unable to kind of like, it's not that they're they're unable to do it. There's just maybe not the money in yeah. there to yeah to 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 make yeah. it work. I think as an aspirational thing from a financial point of view, people are beginning to realise it's not quite the money pit that they expect, and yeah. and I I hope that that will make space for the people who are in it to create good comics. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've seen all those people, those fly by nights. We see it a lot in the small press. They sort of turn up. They think it's an easy buck to get a Netflix deal, and they talk about their comic, and then they disappear again. Yeah. Um. And I th- I'm and but and, there's the people who stay on because they really love it, and that's what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. You know, and I think I think hopefully that will just make space for those people more. I think, but uh, yeah. certainly uh, some of these creators as well. Um, like for instance, Noel Stevenson, um, obviously just exploded onto the scene, um, and now like a 
I'm guessing her full-time role is working in animation, isn't it? Developing um, shows. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. 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 She's moved on. Moved on to that. And like, I think that, she was behind Shira, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And now, oh, she's, right, okay. she, yeah, she's working on other things. So the the career, your career, sometimes just takes a trajectory you just don't know. Can I? Uh, can I do a positive one? Yeah. Please, one that's yeah. utterly Good. down to us, obviously, because obviously <laughs> we are <laughs> we are star makers, I believe. Um, is the fact that Tilly Walden's now working on The Walking Dead. How cool is that? Really? Is she yeah. really? Yes, yeah, she's, uh, she's yeah. out. If you look at, if you get Skybound, the new Skybound anthology, she's in it. She's doing. Wow. I think it's a character. I've never played the video game, but I think it's a character from the video game. I'm just looking. Oh, I've got it in front of me. Nice. It's called Clementine. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, that, that's that, from the Telltale games. Yeah, that was the main right. character. Yeah, and she's doing. She's doing that. And I think nice. we'll find that our her first ever interview was us. Oh really? yeah, yeah. oh yeah. When you yeah. when you harassed her at a thought bubble, I remember that. Yeah, classic. <laughs> but that's great. Because and, and was quoting Blades of Glory at her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she used to be an ice skater. So, yeah, and uh, she took it well. And and we've kept in contact with, suppose, especially with her. But you know, especially with Avery Hiller, we love those yeah. guys. Yeah. And um, and she's now working for Kirkman, doing a Walking Dead comic. Yeah. That's and fantastic. that is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And that's because she's she's been grinding at it anyway. I mean, she went from um, oh god, her bibliography. Oh, I love spinning. We've had like you know all yeah. sorts of things from her, and yeah. Yeah. you know I believe the phrase is uh, "go girl." I think that's mm. the phrase which I'm going to use. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really I'm really proud to have to have been there and watched her and mm. be a character that we all went. Yeah, she's all right. You know, I like that stuff. You know, and to see her now, you know, being you know winning awards, and you know, she's a, she's a she, she, critical she making, darling. Yeah, now. yeah, she's making her books. She got a following, which yeah. is important. Um, we don't. Here's here's another side to it as well. As much as we loathe to say it, but some of these bigger jobs that people get on, it's because the company. Um, when I, I'm going to talk like the cold hard business side of it now, right? But, but a company's just looking at the bottom line, and they're looking at that creator. Let's see what, you know, let's see what they've done in the past. Let's see what they they kind of, and mm. also with the internet now, <laughs> there's probably a lot of just proofing people before you hire them. <laughs> yeah, so, but she's not like a massive uh, social media. No, she, no, exactly. So no, she's, she's, she's just yeah. doing the work, yeah. making fantastic books, and it speaks like we always say the work speaks for itself. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I'll be. Yeah, and it looks nice, yeah. man. It looks good. I've only read the first chapter, so it's not full on zombie killing yet. But yeah. it's done in this sort of black and grey. Mm. Um, it's a little bit more straightforward than some of the work. I'm going to say it's a bit. Um, you know, it's not quite so. I don't know idiosyncratic, esoteric. Maybe you know, this yeah. is like full on apocalypse world. Well, looks lovely. Yeah, those games, as far as I can recall, I only played a couple of them. They were more about moral choices yeah. as opposed okay. to action. Right. As always so with The Walking that's... Dead, it's more about the people and the social drama. Yeah. Yeah. You know. so, uh, oh, have you seen, have you seen the Arthur like... Adams covers? Like the no. linking, linking up covers for The for Walking Dead. For what's that? Walking, oh, walking, no, walking Dead. Um, no. I think it might be for these collections. Look on his um, Instagram, um, and he's been showing, the, he's done like these covers, and there's like a focal character at the front of it and then there's a story sort of around their head with lots of zombies and stuff so, I mean he's got a few quid isn't he Robert Kirkman he's not cheap yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's another yeah. thing with Arv Adams he had to like like I think he was telling the story of, like him not being able to do interiors because it just doesn't pay yeah yeah. But, like cover work and yeah and that's the thing is yeah covers can be where the money is yeah yeah, yeah. oh man yeah. yeah I've seen these now 
really, these are brilliant. <laughs> fucking amazing, aren't they? Just, uh, yeah, just yeah. go classic Arthur Adam Stacey's as well. Yeah, yeah, because he shows his like he's um he did a lot of um covers for a lot of sort of Marvel event stuff. He does like sort of what do they call yeah. them when the covers link up? Uh, well, no, you is mean, it perpendicular yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that? No, no, it's not perpendicular. It's, it's some weird. Okay, he did one. Did he do Gatefold some for War of the Realms or something like that? Yes, it? that was, was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the detail. Yeah. And the thing is, I look at it, I go, "Cool, I'd read that book." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, I feel I bad because I'm still, I'm still all over the Marvel books and the DC books. Yeah, it's a shame. Know, There's a few that. I've... Got, uh... yeah, but are you Go reading on. them, Tony? I'm reading most of them now. I had maybe a couple of months where I was like, oh, these are piling up. And then I just thought, nah, fuck it, I'm going to read them. And I read some of them were so old that I was reading them on the Marvel app and not reading the physical copy. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost up to date now with them all. There's a couple, the Captain America, I just, I keep trying to read it and it's just awful. And it's just, ah, uh, just can't What's do it. What's this thing that they're doing like a new cap every issue? How, yeah, that... the, yeah. People, yeah, people who are sort of. Huh, uh, let's not go there. It's too, but it's too okay. shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, too, okay. it's, too, it's too shit. Yeah, um, but the, yeah. like this, there's, there's high points. The Daredevil book is brilliant. One of it the, really is good. Yeah, and the me, the new Jerry Duggan X Men's good. Yeah. And you know, for me, good. for me, my um, Marvel um, swimming, if if you want, for want of a better word, is sometimes going into a, a shop and getting a trade of, a, of an actual whole story that I, I can get yeah, my teeth same. into and yeah. that I've yeah. heard good things about. Like, oh, this arc's really good. Great, I'll buy that book then. I can't break it though, man. It's been forty-five years already. Right. I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. You need that some X-Men sort of run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Just that uh, Avengers run. Just, just yeah. look. Just stop everything apart from those two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But what about? No, you no, won't. Okay. Don't lie. Don't lie to us. <laughs> I Don't won't. Lie. <laughs> I got my son on the Marvel app today, or yesterday. Got him on the Marvel nice. app, nice. and um, he is torn through it. Last night, he read literally no word of a lie about fifty comics. Nice. I recommend that man. Was it eight ninety nine a month? Mm. That's really. He good. read the whole of the Exiles runs, the three the three runs of it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. some sometimes you know the, these apps and like these streaming services are such good value for money that you just think these people are ridiculous they don't know the they don't know the value of the stuff that they, they're putting on there did they do like well, a, the value, the, 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 the copies yeah. guided view on it or is it just page by page on the Marvel app yeah it's both you can do both oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. I thought for some reason I thought that guided view was copyright but obviously not no you can't weirdly it doesn't work on I use the keyboard to do the guided view I've got a keyboard for my iPad yeah. and I use the um the arrows on the keypad yeah. but for some reason that doesn't seem to work on the marvel app i don't know why so you have to actually swipe it um oh. but yeah no it's all right mm. yeah it's quite good the uh, ask the, the devs to work on that functionality i'll have a word with them yeah. god um yes so god blind where were we, we were, <laughs> a, we're about to move into another moany oh. old bloke moment uh, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah um is this about your gym lad Yes, right, so we're one. bringing him down, and then we're going to bring him up at the end. We're talking about some ace Con- small yeah, stuff and some upcoming cons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So do, do you want to do your bit, Dan? Because I thought you sent us something through something earlier. Yeah, Dan sent us a very you, interesting link. Yeah. Why don't you read that first paragraph? Because it shows how uh, ridiculous yeah, get, those people are. Yeah. You, you uh, filibuster so um, I can uh, okay. yes, go back and find the link. Um, obviously, another important topic that um, we've touched on before. Um, and certainly, I know Dan's 
always got his ears and eyes out for news about this yeah. stuff is comics piracy. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, none of us truly understand how massive that is and how that I, takes I, away. I once went, purely for scientific reasons, academic reasons, I went and looked, tried to look for a comic, and I found it. But it was so full of ads, I actually worried for my computer and I run a sea cleaner straight after looking at it. Because <laughs> I thought, is this full of, forgot to be full of fucking viruses? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and cookies and the, stuff. There's all, there's so many different ways of going going about it, isn't there? And I'm, mm. I mean, me, I mean, I'm the same. Fucking, you know, downloading any, any old thing could kill your computer these days. But, um, yeah. Plus, you know, to be honest, I, I, I like sort of searching for new comics on Comixology or like Jacob yeah, Mark I do. We do that quite a lot, don't we? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I know. Um, Where is this fucking link? It, uh, it's on the WhatsApp. Look on the WhatsApp. Yeah, I'm just Dan. scanning through for it. Yeah, I'm just um, scanning through. Um, it wasn't that long ago that you you sent it. No, I'm sure yeah, it was like morning. it was. Uh, yeah. yeah um, got it. Got it. Yeah, and it was. It's kind of ridiculous. Basically, if you've got a digital comic. As we all have, we're probably being pir- pirated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pirate away with mine. Yeah, don't yeah. say it anyway. But um, yeah, Danny Butcher, take us away. So, like uh, every Wednesday, one o'clock, we gather here and post links to latest scans and rips of comic books. Most links we uploaded ourselves; others we are sharing from elsewhere. Some comics we've purchased ourselves, uh, but most we didn't. In brackets, if you'd like to help purchase, ask. And we'd be delighted to tell you how. Otherwise, be patient, be polite, and understand the simple concept behind these words. Not posted means not available yet. And it says, where can we find these threads? And there's all these links. Uh, they do list where where can I buy comics? And they put Comicsology mm. and Amazon. And that, that was <laughs> nice. very good. That was, that was nice of them as well. It was very nicely yeah. written. It was, it yeah. was lovely. Um, said, where but, can I find my local comic book shop? And there's a comic shop locator. Uh, and but this uh, I'm sorry that, that's putting a band-aid on a bullet wound that is yeah. um, or taking a piss so I'll yeah. read a few of the titles available because what a, this is this is this is the introduction to a post from a, a forum isn't it it's a long yeah. then a long thread of comics isn't it is that right yeah it's all, yeah. all mega links you know that guy who lived in Australia and he's got like a uh, server farm with just he runs mega farm I can't remember what he's quite a big big name in the kind of like piracy and stuff because he got raided by the Australian government because he had all these files on this this server platform that he was running. But Mega NZ is like a file sharing site where people can upload stuff anonymously, give out. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I didn't realise what it was. I thought it might be like a Dropbox thing, but no, it's a dodgy one, is it? No, it is like a Dropbox service, but like right. he he like I think the the whole thing we buy. I can't remember the chap's name, but like I I don't moderate what's on these. Uh, what's being uploaded where dropbox and stuff i think they scan for what's being uploaded so like if you right. uploaded black widow dot avi they've been hold on this is fucking yeah, yeah. material so we've got yeah, they, took my, they took my copy of shit piss fuck two down when i put it on there <laughs> <laughs> we've got 2000 ad prog 2240 a man among men the action comics annual uh aliens aftermath zero amazing spider-man volume six many spider-man since past American Jesus, American, like Barbarella, Batman Detective, there's just scroll after scroll after scroll after scroll of virtually every comic released and a new comic book day on there to download. Uh-huh. And that's not even addressing the uh, read comic books online website, which just straight up scans from the latest comics that come right. out. Right. Okay. Yeah. You can find. Uh, that comic I was speaking about last week, I'm a Hero, 
I wanted to show uh, Vince and Tony like these pages I talked about in the episode. I, I did a scan that all the books, every single book is from that is on that site. Jeez, so right. I'm not going to fucking read through that. It's just wrong. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was wrong. I downloaded the, the three or four pages to show you guys, but I was just trying to give you an idea of what I was talking about. But yeah, oh, so God, I, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah what, what, what do you do? I mean, the only thing I think of it, you make it so easy to get the books that pirating is just a fucking pain in the ass to do it. Yeah. But people will still, mean, people will still do it. That's the thing, isn't it? If you stop one, there's another person that, that will. It's a different attitude today of like what people think because it's online is free. And yeah. uh, I've spoken to a teacher who essentially like speaking to younger kids who just think that's the case. Yeah. It's this online it's free and you pretty much find anything online can't you, if if you, you... and the thing is i think it's um it's almost it's it's a com- consumer issue because like i think and i mean this in a way that anyone who's involved in like the creative arts that makes me sound quite high but i want to say that but you know what <laughs> i mean if you're a writer of comic if you're creating anything any sort of thing um there's there's points where you're going to be fucked over. I mean, it's like the the artists that are like people are using my artwork and getting t-shirts printed of it. People are posting yeah. my posting my artwork on Instagram and they're not even crediting me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Be- this this is it's always going to happen, and it's yeah. I wish I wish there was a way of stopping it. Um, you you say that the service uh, Deviant Art they they announced a service. I think it was this hmm. week or last week. Essentially. They, they were going to have a, a thing set up that would check if artwork uploaded had matched anything else that had been previously uploaded by another artist. And if someone did do that, they would tag it in and say, yeah. this has been uploaded and we think it matches your artwork. Well, that's going to cause all okay kinds of trouble, especially on that site. Yeah, yeah. there's loads of stuff. Yeah. What do they do it through it was, then? Do it, it through like yeah. reverse image search or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It's good that that site Enough. is offering that service. Yeah. There's some artists that are quite happy for you to take their word and rip, work and riff on it and fuck around with it. Others, not so. Yeah. So it does kind of put the onus on the artist to sort of say, yeah, that is and not. And I presume you can dispute it or what have you. But uh, it's an interesting one. But I, I don't even know how you can enforce that over the It's such a new problem. problem. Well, it's not a new, new yeah. problem, but it is a new problem. Is it? it needs something new to sort of combat it, doesn't it? It also maybe let's face it, it's, it's not a simple problem. There's a number of, no. well, there's hundreds of factors probably involved in why people are pirating yeah. comics. Let's face it, most of them sort of socio-economical. But one of the factors, and you've got to admit this, is comics are too expensive. Are which too obviously expensive. like topples down, back down the effects ladder to say that but they're, more, they're expensive because we've got to pay people so that they can have this as a job and they've got to be able to feed their kids. Yeah, You know, and it, it's it's such a complicated issue of like so many facts it's not an easy it's like not a twitter issue is it because people on twitter have no nuance but the it's it's something that needs to be addressed as you know company-wide yeah medium-wide me, like you know paying like a fiver for a 21 page comic ridiculous and you man. get yeah. and you got fucking loads of adverts in it it's like well, I'm, this is outrageous i'd rather just wait yeah. for a trade buy it for 15 and then i'll get five issues in it with no adverts yeah, yeah. it's um, and like, like especially when it comes to obviously digital comics and stuff, they they shouldn't be the prices that they are. Um, it's, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, um, it's just 
There's an interesting it, it's interview no with Steve. People start start up all kinds of review sites or whatever, so they can get on review copies because because these yeah, people wouldn't yeah. be able to afford all the comics. That, you know, oh, yeah. There's but an interesting it, it, interview with Steve Englehart on the Eleven O'clock Comics, I think, last week, where he talks about the money he got from his creations in the movies, and um, he talks about the difference between two companies. He's quite. Um, he doesn't speak well of DC around getting money. He says you might get a mention, you won't get any money, but he says that Marvel do okay if you create the character. So, for example, Master of Kung Fu or Mantis, he created. So he's getting money for that. But just characters he sort of developed storylines for, he won't do. It's a really interesting interview, and he doesn't hold back on it. Um, That's interesting, because, like, Liefeld would be getting money for Deadpool, but essentially what we know as Deadpool, Liefeld had nothing to do with that. Yeah, and Cable. But you you wouldn't know it if you listen to him. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's like we talked about it the other day, isn't it? It's like like, um, Neil Gaiman and Good Omens. I'd like to point out the word co-creator, just so you're aware of it, uh, Mr. Mm, Liefeld. Uh, co-creator. You know, yeah. I like listening to you. You're an interesting dude. There's a certain energy to what you do. Co-creator, my friend. Yeah. 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 Dude. Uh, but, uh, you know, like with Netflix, when Netflix first came along, it was like, well, like all the fucking TV shows and films you want here on Netflix, you pay the one fee, you get what you want. Everyone's like fucking loving this. And then more and more people, more and more companies realize, well done. We do our own streaming service, pull yeah. our catalog off Netflix, and then we put it on our. Now there's fucking dozens of streaming services. We've got to yeah. pay a different fee to get that access, like MGM, Stars, and people that start, well, not people in general, but like, well, fuck it, with this, it's easier to go back to piracy, just pirate <laughs> yeah. one, rather than having yeah. to like 50 different. Because uh, how many times have you said, like, oh, I'm going to watch this film? I really fancy watching. Mad Max 2, Road Warrior. And then you have to Google. I said, oh, fuck me. It's on like, one of the streaming services. Yeah, well, I, I did it the other day. Uh, I was trying to... My boy had never seen The Thing. We were talking yeah. about it the other day, weren't we, V? And uh, I went uh, to... I saw, I saw it on Precinct 13. Yeah, that's right. So we watched that, and we said, mm-hmm. well, let's watch another one. It's on Precinct 13. was free on um, whatever it is, um, Prime. I said, well, let's I'm... look. And you said to me, oh, no, it's on there, because I watched it the other week. Oh, no, no. And... Did, uh, you watched The Thing, and then you went to see Assault on Precinct 13. No, we, we, no, we watched Assault on Precinct 13. The other oh, way did? around, yeah, yeah, oh, right. and we couldn't find the thing. It's it's been moved to hmm. being, you know, MGM or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. like one of the smaller channels, and you got you got to do another subs fee for that. Yeah. So, okay, no. I still keep. I've still got all, all my stuff on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've got a room full hmm. of Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's sometimes a bit of a bollock cake. We go. Oh, now I've got to get up and look at the DVD. Oh, yeah, I've got to <laughs> press this button. Eject. <laughs> I'll jet the fucking old one out, put the new one in. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I noticed there has been a rise in... I messaged you with it, guys, earlier, didn't I, with that link. There's been a rise in comics um, key issues. What's a key issue? And that's coming out. I know it's always it's always on the bubble in it about what's the hot back issue, you know. Yeah. But it seems mm. to be gaining some ground off the back of Netflix TV, um, uh, Disney MCU programs. Mm. You know, like, oh, look... I can't say the character because it'll spoil people who haven't seen Loki yet. But you know, oh, like this is his first appearance, or this, you know, and there's there's a lot of websites now watching that, which I'm noticing more and more. The these days. I mean, you can get the jump issues, on a yeah. lot of this stuff of like, you, yeah, there's a rumor that Joe Bloggs is going to, uh, Joe, another Joe reference, Joe yeah. Bloggs is going to turn up in the next MCU TV series and then track down the first issue that character. Yeah, buy a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So like when Scarlet Witch was on, there was thought, oh, Mephisto's going to be in this. So you'd go yeah. back and get the first issue of Mephisto that appeared in yeah. the Marvel Universe. 
didn't happen. But... Mephisto. I always, yeah. Mephisto. Yeah. Oh, God. Mephisto. Did they just change it? And Mephistopheles. Or yeah, yeah. Basically, they just took Mephistopheles and just shortened it for comic readers, didn't they? Really, I think. Okay. Never liked that's that what, that's what I want. That I think. Agree that or yeah. The, the Magia. I really hated that in Spider-Man and stuff in Marvel. You know, it was <laughs> was. I couldn't use the Mafia. It had to be the Magia. Double. Yeah, you don't want to upset. Probably there were some Italians. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to upset around the corner from the offices. Yeah. <laughs> They just get a visit by Tony yeah. Soprano. Or well, the, the, the rumours were that Vinnie Coletta had connections, wasn't there? That was the thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. He was the shit inker, wasn't he? <laughs> He's that's him. He's so well known. <laughs> he was the shit inker. Fucking up loads of Kirby stuff. I think he was quite a good inker. He just used to rub out a load of the pencils so he didn't have to ink so much. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which is absolutely galling. Yeah, and uh, yeah. He, he was very, very light line weights, wasn't he? He wasn't kind of yeah. Oh, there you go. You know, like he uh, like Jim Lee and uh, is it Scott Williams? Who's that art? The yeah, the Scott Williams. Like, is, yeah, they work as on. Yeah, just like those two just go together. Yeah, but, uh, Vince Coletta was just a, a kind of bit of a journeyman, wasn't he? And he used to turn up with a couple of man. girls at the office, didn't he? And this sort of thing to collect his check. Yeah, he was yeah. quite a dude, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Fair play. Doing a yeah. Frank show. <laughs> Frank show, still our hero. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream, really, isn't it? Turn up with two good-looking models when you promote your comic. <laughs> um, did we have any other ones to discuss? Oh, conventions, didn't we? Yeah, yes. you, yeah you wanted to ask yeah. something about conventions, didn't you, Tony? Because, like, like yeah. I say, we're starting to ramp up. We're starting to bring in it up now, mm. the, the, the tone of the show. Yeah, so maybe something maybe people can answer as well in the socials is um, I feel I'm double jabbed. I'm, you know, an older man, but I feel happy with going to conventions now. Yeah. A lot of people don't, um, understandably. People are dying still. Um, what? How do you two guys feel about it? Uh, are you, are you okay I... with standing behind a table? Uh, now, let's I'm say there's a convention next yeah. week. Would you go to it or no? Yeah, you wouldn't. Would. Okay, and and why not, V? Um, I'm just, I'm just not there yet. Yeah, in, in my head, I think uh, there's a real. Um, uh, it's, it's interesting way to put it. Um, I think there's a, there's a certain amount of social anxiety that right. definitely became a big thing for me. Um, I'm now back. Um, at my sort of nine to five, working in the office and stuff. Yeah, and that's fine. And I'm 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 working with lovely people and stuff. It's not a huge office. We're not like in a in a huge like tower block or anything like that. And I've got and I'm and I'm used to that system now. But the first week back was really hard, really hard on like in mentally. what way, mate? Just way. mentally, just right. yeah, mentally, just the the anxiety and just everything. Um, and I. I'm very much in a position of like, um, obviously it's great when things are moving forward, and certainly, ask ask me this in a, in, a, in a few months if everything everything's cool, and I personally can't wait for Thought Bubble. I mm. I really can't wait for Thought Bubble, and um, I know for instance we've got Meanwhile coming up as well that that we talked about. But, but I'll be why, honest though, the the reason I can't wait for Thought Bubble is you guys and a couple of other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all you lovely people that we're going to see there. Uh, most of you, yeah, most, yeah. 
including you. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony loves you. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, <laughs> you but, will know. But it is, it is a real... Um, it, it was an issue that I, I discovered that I didn't realise I had. Right, um, okay. And it was one of those, fuck, like, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, and certainly, I from think, what in, in what it, way though, dude? In like, you don't want to get the virus, or it just like people annoy you, or is, everything just, was a bit overwhelming, or just, you know, just what a bit it? of everything. Um, right. Certainly, and it's the same if you just walk. You know, you just see the way some people act. Um, outside of comics, now, do you know what I mean? Just going to the shop, yeah. the, way, the way that some people people are. Like for instance, I'm still gonna be wearing a mask. I'm gonna be wearing a mask for a while. And I, I don't care. I look good in it, baby. But uh, <laughs> I can I can pull it off. But it's, it's good because I can pretend I didn't recognise people in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you if they said you got to wear a mask in the convention hall? How would you feel? Uh, fine. Yeah, I think I'd be all right with that. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. rather not. I mean, honest. Yeah, I mean, rather than what? What behind the table? You're talking about walking around. Well, I think in like the idea of like being behind the table and talking to people and doing sales all day through a mask. Uh, fuck me, I've, I've had yeah, very I, limited conversations through masks, so I, I don't know how you and, get and, on. And it, do, it does cause a problem. Like yeah, it. yeah, it does cause a problem with obviously being understood as well because communication, yeah. Yeah. communication yeah. that can be a problem. Um, but obviously, I, th- I think masks are definitely if you if you're walking around as a punter. Um. Yeah, de- de- I, I'm. I'm for it. I. I think like it's not going to be a room of of mass people, but I think everyone just has to be fucking sensible and common sense, which we know you lovely people have a lot of. But I. I when I walk out my door, I see a lot of people who don't. And I just. Oh mate, I, I got I, the train into London last week, and there was very few people on my train wearing masks. Yes, and I. Yeah. What What worries me, and it's, it's not about these conventions that we're looking forward to a lot of people that I'm probably speaking to now probably have the same thing, is I'm worried that if people don't act with common sense, which is a very rare thing, if, I mean, don't get me started on the way the public acted after England lost a fucking football game. <laughs> but but if people aren't careful, we're going to be locked down again. And you... It's... I, I My mindset now is... It's going to happen. When is it going to happen? Okay. Or not, nece- not necessarily a strict lockdown, but certainly a sort of like, right, you a have social, social distancing, everything has to be put in place. This whole... Um, I just think it's stupid, this whole, um, for want of a better word, freedom day that the UK is getting now. Um I think it's ridiculous. This is not a fucking world war. I think it shouldn't be. I think it should just be levels of opening. I think calling yeah. it this Freedom Day where everything's everything's yeah. back on the yeah. table, because, I think it's a bit silly because we know it's not the case. You yeah, know, we know you're be, still going to have to wear on public transport. There, there we know are, yeah. Yeah. There are yeah. businesses... It should be marked as some kind of like VE day. It's like, oh, we fucking won. Yeah. We beat yeah. the enemy. Yeah. And now we go. Yeah. Yeah. There, are businesses, there are businesses <laughs> that are having to shut because staff are being picked up because they've had contact with it. Now I know, like, you know, thank, you know, the death toll's going down, which is brilliant. People are still dying, but you know, but people are still getting it, and because they're still getting it, things are shutting down. And when things are shutting down, you know, it's a fucking convention hall. What does that? 
I mean, yeah. trouble is, once is someone pings up on the convention, any yeah. one of their convention, you've only got the app. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, can, I, can, yeah. I can take the whole convention out of the yeah. niece. Yeah, literally. Exactly. And but, fucking and God that, bless all those. Had, if now. you've had double jabbed, what more can you do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm. I'm I don't know what more you can do. I'm, uh, I'm double jabbed now. It's, it's, but it's not. Yeah, I think all three of us are, aren't we? Yeah. 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 And. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I want. I so miss hanging out with people at conventions and seeing people, and you know, reading comics and going to a fucking comic mart and things like that. Well, that's the next one for me. That's the first one actually. I know we're talking about meanwhile being the first one, but I think there's comic mart at the start of August. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to it, mm. but I'm going to be masked up, and yeah. you know. Yeah. I think yeah. wearing I mean, a mask there is just a good idea generally. T. Yeah. Oh fucking hell, yeah! Wearing <laughs> a <laughs> one virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know, it's not like I have me staying in a bunker. When I go out, I wear a mask and I'm using the anti-back and I'm I'm doing all of that, you know, because I'm also someone that's like, you know, it's my responsibility as well. I I take it as a responsibility that I'm doing it. Um, I'm ju- I'm just I'm concerned right now. I'm not in the headspace like next week. So right now, you wouldn't go to a mart if there's one no. on Saturday, one on Sunday, no. you wouldn't go to it. No, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable. And I, and I think part I think. It is partly also that social anxiety as well. I mean, I think it it, yeah. it, might, it might just it, it, people, you've got to get used to people again. I yeah, think people you do need to get used to people again. Like just even yeah. being in an office, sometimes you you know you get used to a rhythm of of doing one thing one way for like eighteen months or something. And then, I think the thing that, is as well is when you're talking to people on Skype, you're one per you're Skype yeah. or Zoom or it's going to be Teams. Yeah. You are there's there's that's you. But when you meet me in the flesh, I'm such a sexual presence. Oh, you know what I mean? It's a whole different. Oh, I thought you were say predator. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, his presence. Oh, he, he has a he has a musk and a pheromone that is like I you know moths to flames, confused. baby moths to flames. I got a bit confused by the whole issue because, like, at some point we're going to have to just kind of like this is the way it's going to be, and mm. Mm. we've got us we've had our injections. I'm not saying oh it's all happy days are here yeah. again, but yeah. At what point do we start saying, well, we've got to start fucking it's, getting yeah, on with it? I mean, it, COVID's yeah. going to come round. But we are in a third wave, aren't we? That's the thing. Yeah. We are yeah. in a third wave, you know. Yeah. A lot and of people aren't vaccinated. There's a lot of people out there who just haven't vaccinated for whatever reason. Some we, people don't believe have, in it, you know, have, sort of thing. We have read and heard from some of our listeners that some people don't want to get their second vaccination. Yeah. And that makes me want to bite my knuckle so hard I may break the bone. <laughs> oh, mate, I've done a paper on it. It's, it's, you wouldn't believe it. There's so many people out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just um, that's why you know. I'm when, sure people listening to this don't want to be. There'll be people out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um But you know, wherever we, you are, that's why we always say at the end of the show, wherever you are, you hope you're happy and healthy yeah. and doing okay. It's such, a, it's such a strange one. Like I'm kind of I couldn't come down on one side or the other. I really think you should get vaccinated up. Because, I can't tell you. Yeah. To no, do exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We are in a new normal now. This isn't. I mean, this is a. This is another. I mean, this is a comic show. We'll get back on the comic. We're in a new normal now. Um, just because they've it, on Monday, it's going to be this. Things are not normal, and people are going to act like it's normal, and it's not. And people just have to be careful and use common sense. And I, 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 I hope I want everyone to surprise me. <laughs> I want everyone. And I think I think as a good opener, when these you know like the comic comic mart starts, I think everything should be super cheap. 
Um, that's my new theory as oh, well, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to encourage people to go yeah. back to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you should get a two hundred fifty pound voucher as soon as you walk through the door. Is that what exactly? You yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Uh, uh, was an MCM like saying, "Well, essentially, we've got less people coming, so yeah. less exhibit, so you got to pay more." Which, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. fucking ridiculous, and like because we got to make our fucking money. Is that what? what? Yeah. And if you I don't are, think they actually said that. Yeah. I don't think it was no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. That's me putting words in MCM's yeah. mouth. Yeah, and if you are tabling in that one. Afterwards, good please, luck. please, yeah, good luck. We hope you hope you're okay doing it, yep. and you know, we'll be very interested to see what you think of that that whole process and the way they I did it. I think MCM Birmingham is the same weekend as Thought Bubble, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, my idea was the kind of the, the the practical things of if we're going to go by the current guidelines of like cleaning stuff down, how the hell are you going to run a comic table? Uh, are you going to have one issue with like a bit of hand gel next to it and say, right, you can look at this, but you got to use the hand gel. Well, so we're going to have to. Strip our we tables it down. To them. It, yeah. you, have yeah. to, you have to deep clean the table after every day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there may be some people um, that could sort of say you've got one display copy and like your antibacterial gel and stuff on it. People can look through, and then afterwards, if you want to get rid of that issue or wherever it is, just get rid of it. Do you know what I mean? I uh, think as well. Yeah, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna have <laughs> have sex with any fans, we need to be able to present. They need to present to us that they're double vaccinated as well. <laughs> yeah. So we want to see your cards, fellas. I'll take one at <laughs> a push. Uh, you, t- you take one at a push? Hang on. Was that a request? Really what, one was, that, was that a request? Yeah. Twice. <laughs> you said before the show opened, you'll be doing all the pushing anyway. So that's that. So yeah. Power bottom. You said, what were you a power bottom? That's the phrase you used. <laughs> I didn't say I, I was one. Vince said I was one. That's right. Which, yeah. Vince seems to have the terminology silent. down. Although he is wearing a sort of a, quite a cool little black vest. It's so hot. Trust me. The camera was on. You're lucky Vince I didn't go driving to work going, Vince, Dan's a power bomb. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Mumbling yeah. obscenities and cursing under your breath. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think that, yeah, I think the bottom line to, to this what? is, um, people like Meanwhile and obviously our friends in the th- in the Thought Bubble guys and stuff are working so hard having to yeah, jump through. It's got to be a real headache for them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They've yeah. Jump through, yeah. Shit they're going to have to go through. Yep. They've got to jump through so many hoops, get everything set up, and you know, especially if they've got guests from abroad, etc. They've got to go through all that. So keep doing that because you're doing brilliant work. But I tell you, they're doing great work. They'll put our minds at rest and yep. fuck me, we'll be there for it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Would, you, they, would you have government official come out to look at events like that? Or I, I don't know Maybe. what the yeah. yeah, you might do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of make sure everything's yeah. kosher. Yeah, well. yeah. And I think like like the thought bubble guys, they always like very much sort of like we're making sure that everything, all the boxes are checked and the dots the eyes and cross the t's and things like that. So yeah. So even though some of us out there and, and me included might be a bit nervous now, come November we'll be very 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 excited. So it's mm. gonna it's gonna be. Awesome. Or we just sticking it in whatever moves. Um, what? Sorry, what? what? The fuck? I mean, they can't. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, my plan is fucking. I'm gonna be have Viper done and the Kickstarter done before then. So if you're, I was gonna try and set up. I'm gonna have to show pick them your Viper. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. But like, you don't pay for shipping and you pick the comic up at Thought Bubble. Yeah, I was hoping to do something like that. Yeah, Pete but, did that with um, yeah. Cat Food Comics, and I did that with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you put in zero shipping on uh, Kickstarter. I don't know how that works. To be fair, I think there's 
if he's bringing it to you, I think I don't think I got any shipping back. I just said, oh, if I'm going to be there, you know, and he was all enveloped up and everything. So I know, but like when you pledge, you've got to say like where you are. I'd be careful with that, D man. But I tell you why: the amount of people I've arranged to meet at conventions and they just haven't turned up because they've been busy or you know they just really? haven't found. Okay. Yeah, I think be careful with that, man. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess if they pay for shipping, just give them half the money back. <laughs> when you're doing shipping, you're driving it. To, you're driving it to thought bubble. It's costing you petrol. Mm. And you put it in envelopes and stuff, I suppose. Oh, yeah, because it's P&P. It's postage and packing. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just the postage. And you postman Pat, postman Vince. (laughs) I've got Nick those fucking envelopes from work. I've got got a black and white cat as well, man. Roll deep. You have. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't Nick envelopes from work. uh, No, that's wrong. No, no, no. no. I'm not in the the office. Yeah. We don't don't come... Don any illegal activity on this show. No, I, I was getting a bit worried because as I was saying that statement, there was absolutely no backup coming from either of you. No, and sticking it in anything that moves is legal. Yeah, don't consent. Is no, no, yeah, no, obviously no. consent is obtained. Ball and no, 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 no. what like a car no. tire? <laughs> that comes to mind. Is that the first thing? I was, that just, comes to I was mind? just thinking. What, what's the first thing that moves that isn't? Has it got a big hole? <laughs> got deep tread anyway <laughs> I, I tell you, as we're bringing it up i reckon we could shout out some of the awesome oh, beautiful yes got. yes because yeah, we've, we, we've spoken um in our in our rants and our raves and our general waffling this week we've already mentioned a, a few people so um it's time to shout them out i think um yes. like i say we i mean these are kickstarters that we know these people are going to smash it and deliver some amazing stuff um, so, should we get through the Kickstarters first? Yeah, do you, I haven't got any Kickstarters because I think you're doing the ones I was going to do. Do you want to do your ones? Um, Dan, well, do, you, Dan do, do an you... honourable mention just before we go into go the okay. Rufus Marigold one. We uh, fucking smashed that over the line, didn't we? Yes. Wasn't it lovely that we got a lovely thank you from the company as well? <laughs> 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 well, I, 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 was, I saw that was like struggling a little. And I think we like put out a tweet, and everyone was retweeting it, and we yeah. mentioned the group saying, "Let's get this over the line." We mentioned it in drink and draw on here. We we reviewed it, you know, yeah. probably forty, fifty people who backed it from us, you know. But no, don't worry about giving us a thanks. Thank everyone. <laughs> Thank the cleaning uh, lady. Was, you know, mine was purely selfish. I wanted the book. So yeah, me I too. Was gonna, yeah, yeah. I was going to appreciate it, so I get my copy. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you that Travolta meme, didn't I? GIF yes. with him going looking round with his hands out. <laughs> oh yeah. What? Fantastic. Oh dear. But (laughs) anyway, um, shall I shout out Sugarcane? Oh, yes, go for it. Sugarcane Cyberpunk, created by Kev Cooling. Uh, An A5 sketchbook containing 30 original characters from the world of Sugarcane, a cyberpunk future. Uh, That's running now. We're about halfway through to our total. Got a good old uh, 23 days to run 22 when you listen to this. So go check out that campaign. Kev's got Kev, a, Kev's a been a, a listener since almost the start. I think I'm right. So yeah. don't I? They yeah, don't. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah, good egg. Well, and a collaborator got, of ours. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's collaborating on a couple of things. I think. Mm. Uh, did he put stuff for uh, Tony? Tony Osmond. Yeah. 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 He did. A, he did one of those movie posters like you two guys did. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a pin up in the book that you can back and get a copy of that, uh, which I've done a take on Kev's characters and and go check that out. And that's running now. Good stuff, man. Nice. I, I got a couple. Um, first off, Cat Food Comics 3-Pack Compendium. 
on Kickstarter yeah. by this man, this Pete. Um, it's fantastic. I think well, I think we shouted out last week as well, don't we? But, um, yeah, yeah. But last two weeks actually. So yeah. This is the third oh, one. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, just great stuff with Savage Silver Silverbeard, and there's a there's a character compendium um, um. that might have a little bit of artwork that I did. Hey, yeah. nice one. Hey. I saw that on Twitter today. It looks nice, man. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, what I love about the cat food comics is basically they've, they've created like a fictional universe that acts like they've had like 50 years of comics um, and looking at all the, the characters and stuff, it's it's a murderous awesome. row of awesome stuff that you want to see more of. Um, so yes, the cat food comics compact character compendium as well as like the three pack. There's wonderful packaging and stuff that's on Kickstarter now. It's already been a smashing success, but it's got 11 days to go. So get on that because um, it's in the it's in the middle of its Kickstarter at the moment. That that infamous middle of the Kickstarter dull of, middle bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the that, sort of shaft. <laughs> God, you're <laughs> deeply sexual this week, and I don't know. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Um, you love it. Another another successful one that you need to check out is Earthworks, a rural horror comic. Now this is forty pages, uh, grayscale interior, color cover. Um, and it's a one-shot horror comic set in rural Ireland, written by Martin Hayes, with art and lettering by our pal Alfie Gallagher. Hey, Alfie came on the show years ago. Do you mean yeah. I'm friends yeah. with Alfie? He moved up to he moved up north. So I haven't seen enough of him recently, yeah. but yeah, yeah, good, good lad. And the book's also featuring yeah. photography by James Doherty. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I was shouting about that, and then I checked, and I hadn't backed it, so I quickly. Oh, uh, well, so you put yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Looks, yeah. looks, be- like it looks beautiful and a mystery. I've sort of pledged, and I'm like, right, I want to know, you know. I want, yeah, because uh, they're going to send like process emails yes. and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. Um, yeah, love Alfie. Have to get him back on the show. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's yeah. a good chance. Yeah. I think we normally yeah, yeah, see yeah. him at Thought Bubbly and, and um, yeah, in yeah. It'd be a good time to uh, get him on if the Kickstarter's running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, first, here we go. So that one has got eight days left to go, and um, the beast. For one the big daddy word. of them all. Uh, the this be- is the daddy. Beast hunting yeah. battle badgers. Um, one of our personal faves ever is, is the collective volume of one to six. It's a two hundred and forty page graphic. Look, he sent me some pictures of it this week. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Collecting the yeah. six six issues of Steve Sims' self published comic Beast Hunting Battle Badgers. Um, already smashed its goal. Twenty seven days to go. It's a project that uh, Kickstarter love. And if you see it. You can see why, because this is yeah. um, anthropomorphic fantasy adventure full of monsters, magic, and just beasts and stuff. Um, grayscale interiors, um, or as he calls it, Badger Vision, because it's two tone, which I think is brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's, and it, it's sort of um, tales in, in the like if you like Ninja Turtles, Yusagi Jimbo, Asterix, and stuff like this. This is right up your corner. Um, there's all different types of pledges you can get the, the the book, you can get comics. He's he's got like a a four sort of commissions and stuff. Love Steve's work, um, yeah. you know. I, I tell him every time I see him, "You make me fucking sick." He's amazing because he, he's yeah. so because he's so talented. With bare teeth, you make yep. me fucking sick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep. and uh, Yusagi Ojimbo, this is the comic yep. for you. You should yep. really be reading this. Yeah, because yep. it's like yep. brilliant. Yep. This will and should be enormous. It should yeah. be, you know, this. Whereas- been marked as a project we love. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. smashed so its target. And uh, if you want some original page art, which is stunning, that's also available as well. Yeah. So definitely check this. Oh, I've one. got a Kickstarter to do as well. Oh, go on. 
Yeah. So Bloom issues one to three is back on. So what uh, Ted Sikora, who's the writer, and Butch Mapper, who's the artist, do? I've reviewed each issue of this as we've gone along. The first and the second one. It's about the the sort of hippie in the woods thing. He puts out. So the first one was back well, number one. The second one was back one and two. The third one was back one to three. And you can choose which issues you want to back, you know. Um, and it's a really great, strong story. I've got to tell you. Um, I've just just there's a, a dynamite style arrangement in relation to variant covers. And one one I've just noticed is by Chula Lote, which looks gorgeous. I think they're doing oh, they're doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Chula's obviously for anyone that knows is her secret identity is that she runs Thought Bubble yeah. or is part runs Thought Bubble. So yeah, get behind that bloom. It's an absolutely brilliant story of. Um, a really creepy relationship of a photographer who meets a model and they go into the deep woods and something is not right. And it's, it's just quality It's it's worthy of any big company. I think, mm. yeah, let's have a look at that one. Yeah. Nice. I have one other just to give a okay. shout out and that's to Ben, Ben cook, B B J Francis cook on Twitter um, for New York City Gallows issue two. Oh yeah, which yeah, has yeah. Got, which has got um, an awesome comics podcast ad in it, and it's a fantastic sort of pulpy comic book that you really need to check out if you want to find out more about it. I think it's available on Comic House, but it also you can get it at bjfranciscook.gumroad.com. He's a listener of the show, and um, also he's putting out great work. This comic itself, I'm just going to go to the credits. So I don't want to leave anyone out. Shame on me if I do that. Yeah, Ben Cook, uh, art by Rome, Robert. Ahmad, mm. who's just an absolute stellar artist. Uh, Colour by David Pender, letters DC Hopkins, covers by Charlie Gillespie, and logo cover assembly by Jim Kersey. Um, yeah, it's two issues. It's very good. Sort of New York City, sort of crime, pulpy stuff. That's not on Kickstarter, though, is it? It's just a book to buy, is right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's out to book now. So, uh, oh, out, okay. out to book. Oh, no, so out, out to buy. buy it. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so, so, I've got yeah. a couple of non-Kickstarter ones as well. Shall I do it. some? Or, yeah. Go yeah. for it, yeah. So I'd like to thank Saul from um, The Drink of Draws. He's also on the Slack. Top bloke. Did I show you... I think he put it on there, but he's done a painting of Atomic Hercules. Have you yes. seen it? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Oh, my yes. God. I'll send it to you in a minute. It's so good. Yeah, and um, he messaged me today to say, um, I'm sending it to you. What's your address? And I'm like, well, you know, can I send you something back? I felt, bit, you know, you feel a bit bad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Send stuff. And he said, no, 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 I just want to send this to you. And I thought, oh, brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm going to get it framed for the office. It is amazing. And completely not safe for work, which is why I'm putting it up in my office. <laughs> um, drink and draw this Friday. Yes. yes. Um, interestingly, the last of the lockdown drink and draws it's not to say we won't do any more, but let's face it, lockdown has ended. So it will be, um, it should be a fun one. We're billing it as a big event, really. Yeah. Um, and we're still in talks to do more. We will be doing more, I expect. But um, it is kind of the, the celebration that we've made it, I suppose, in a way. You know, and it was, I'm, I'm proud of us for doing it with mm. Tom. Tom, you know, Tom putting it together. I'm proud of us, really, because it's, it, I think a lot of people have enjoyed it and it's been a little lifeline to some people, I think. Yeah. Um, so it should be a fun one. Um, otherwise I was on the Mega City Book Club came out yesterday as you listen to this um, Eamon invited me on and we did a talk about Thistlebone um, by Tom Eglinton and Simon Davis and that's a great book nice. um, so beyond on podcasts I really need to mm. that was a fun one actually yeah yeah. Um, and congratulations to Al Henderson for his 2000th can you believe it 2000 Penguin strip he's still coming up with the, the gold you know Still coming up with the dad jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's brilliant. Yeah, how good is that? That's amazing. That is amazing. The, and I think he's actually done more. Yeah. Because if you really? go back, he did them as sort of single panel strips, and then he's only counting the ones that are the sort of newspaper style strips that he's done. 
Um, they were a bit sort of like the far side or something like that, like a single panel gig gag, some of them, you know. Um, so that's good. Uh, and my final one is just sort of just to let everyone know, thanks to everyone who is on the Patreon for Tribute Press. As a little thank you, I'm sending you all a copy of George Mayhem, um, free and gratis, just as a little thank you. So they'll be going in the post. Probably most of them going out this week. So there you go. So you're looking look oh. your letterbox, you'll be getting that through. Yeah. 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 Nice. So speaking of looking forward to something, how about we recommend some stuff? Tony, you've got two this week. So do you want to um, top and tail us? Okay, baby. Uh, um, first one I'm going to do is a book called Sandcastle. It's 108 pages, black and white, hardback, 14.99, which I think is actually really good. And it's pre- it's um, published by Self Made Hero. It's um, AKA Chateau, Chateau de Sable in French. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, in Dutch is Zand with a Z, Zand Castile. There you go. Um, it's something of a curious one, um, and you'll find out why in a second. It's created by Pierre Oscar Levy. He did the writing. And drawn by Frederick Peters, he's the artist. Frederick Peters is a Swiss artist and creator. Um, he created a book called Blue Pills. Have you seen that? It's, no, I've not seen that. It's usually on the table at Gosh and stuff like that. It's about a love story about a man who falls in love with a woman with HIV. It's quite a well-known book, um, quite an interesting book. I must get a copy of it. Uh, and Levy's a documentary filmmaker, and he's won awards at Cannes and stuff like that. It's translated by Nora Mahoney, and the preface, preface is translated by our buddy Ed- Edward Govan. Um, previously published in French in 2011, its first English public publication was in 2011. However, you may—it's got a big release recently, re-release recently—and you may recognise the story as being the inspiration for the new M Night Shyamalan say it for me, Shyamalan's movie called Old. Mm. Have you seen the adverts? You've seen. Oh the yeah, I like, the, uh-huh. I like yeah. the concept of that. That was good. Yeah, yeah. and it was very I mean, much the story of that was his daughter bought him the graphic novel. Ah, uh, good. And he read it and thought. This is fantastic. He immediately wanted to make a film out of it. So I'm inter- oh, good, because he I'm is a comics in- fan, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see uh, your thoughts on it. It's not a huge story. It's not a big story. Um, it's It kind of reminds me a bit of maybe a Twilight Zone episode, something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a Black Mirror, something like that. It's a bit more old school than that, I think. Um, it's um, so it's all set in one kind of one day, one twenty-four hour period, and the premise is um, fairly easy to describe. But I don't want to spoil it, so I am going to leave out a lot that happens in the final part of the book, sort of thing. Um, there's a man, and he's an Algerian immigrant, and he's on the beach, and he's sort of voyeuristically watching this topless woman swim, and it's all very creepy. And you think, what's he about? And he goes up to the main path, and he falls asleep. And he's woken up by a family who've arrived early at the beach. So they've arrived for a swim and for the day at the beach in this enclosed beach um, bay that's overlooked by cliffs, sort of bushy, um, bush-covered cliffs, cliffs around it. And they arrive. And as the day goes on, other families and other groups and other people arrive. And there's this small group of people. And then you begin to realise that something is wrong. And I'm not going to say anything here that isn't in the trailer for the movie. Yeah. Um, but... Um, they realize everyone is aging at a real rate and things are happening. And they, they first notice it by the, the dad looks at his kid and he went, did you buy the trunks for him? They look really tight. He can barely fit in them. He says, no, they were fine. Look, they're, they're the right age. And she's always in the label. And at the end, this point I hadn't looked to the front of the book to realize it was that advert I'd seen. So I was thinking, Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, oh, that's weird. And then, Oh, right. And then it slowly dawns on you. And I think he does well. The, the creators do well in, eking this out slowly to you um and 
it becomes a story about uh, people's attitudes more than the science fiction concept mm. so there's a doctor an old gruff doctor arrives and he's decided that because the girl the girl um who was swimming gets murdered or dies and you begin to wonder why so he immediately assumes it's the algerian uh, they get in a bit of a fight weirdly the algerian keeps getting nosebleeds and no one can quite figure it out and then later on the doctor punches him in the face and this all this really in, inter, interesting interplay between people which makes it a good a good sort of thing to watch of, of that um not a genre but of that area of fiction you know science mm. fiction fancy what you can call it um and there's all these things that are interplay there's like presumptions of guilt allegations are being thrown about between them there's the slow realization that they're stuck in this one of the people there is a science fiction writer and he's almost the go-to expert so well this is you know this is the possibilities we could be in an experiment this could be an alternate reality and he offers up all these different explanations um there's a lot of shock there's a lot of comfort it is very adult there is sexuality throughout it um so a couple a couple of kids grow up and when they become adults they decide to have sex and then the girl gets pregnant and of course the baby comes out 10 minutes later you know it's like that sort of thing i think that's given away in the advert to be fair the art the art is black and white multiple panel black and white um art the characters look occasionally like something out of um do you know the the i think it's in the guardian doonesbury that that comic strip gary trudeau yeah Yeah. they look like sometimes a little bit like characters out of that they're uh, cartoony caricatured characters on occasion but with a with a reality there's a basis of reality and you feel that um that enclosing of the you know the beach and they're stuck there and they can't escape there's something they keep referring to it as a magnetic barrier and little creepy things happen like at one point one of the boys who's sort of grow, slightly grown up he says and he's obviously got good eyes because he's not aging into some old bloke or old woman you know yeah. he says there's someone over there with binoculars and you're looking in this you can't see you're trying to look in the bushes on the cliffs and you're trying to look and think, i can't see anyone he says it's definitely someone up there and it's, it does that to you. And it, I, re, I, I enjoyed it. I read it. I think it's the sort of book you got. If you're not going to read it in one sitting, don't read it. Because right. you will okay. begin to second guess it, you know? How many pages uh, is it? 108. Oh, so it's not, 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 not a huge... It's not densely written. You know, it's mm. not full of, you know, exposition or anything. Um, and I kind of liked it. I think of the three of us, I think you'll like it, V, because it's got that horror movie feel to it. Mm-hmm. I know you're big into horror movies like this, yeah. or indie horror movies. It's got that little sense. There's a, you can see why he's chosen it as a subject because it's one. It's almost a stage play, essentially. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's a, a group of characters in a small area, so it's it's very yeah. filmable. Um, but yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. It's not it's not groundbreaking in any stretch. I think the art is really strong. I think he knows what he's doing, and I think um, the, um, the 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 documentary guy um, turned. You know the um, Pierre Oscar Le- Levy, he's very much led by the nose, by the art. You can see, you see the artist knows what he's doing, and he's almost like, "Look, this is what we need to show. This is not what we need to do." I get that sense of that in it, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's a nice little hardback out of um, self-made hero, um, and it's really good value. It's sort of, um, it's not quite A4, but slightly bigger. It's about yeah, it's about the size of a comic book. So that sort of size, maybe slightly yeah, okay. wider. Yeah, good solid hardback. Yeah, good stuff. That's my first one. Okay. Nice. Do you want to go next, Dan? Sure, yeah. Uh, I started reading through, I uh, got this as a gift, uh, The Stronium Dog, Search and Destroy Agency Files, book one, which is like a chunky phone book-sized uh, Oh, I've got this. Comic this of, is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, these are good. Yeah, these are. Oh, I absolutely love it. I used to love this stuff reading it as a, a kid. And one of the things it, it brought back is... Uh, 
he's got what are they called the 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 gravity uh, the time bombs yeah so it throws they're, him back so yeah they're so ridiculously yeah. overpowered it's just great they're like he's on a shootout with a guy and i always remember this as a kid they can't get a shot on this guy behind the wall so they throw one of these things out and it spins the time forward three days and by that time the meet the the moon that they're on has moved orbit so he reappears like in space and like this the, the little area around him is that's right in, i remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. appears in space and i think like the, the writing on it is just so great let's see if i can quickly find it but, uh is that the carlos uh, one isn't it carlos did it yes in 2000 yeah uh, yeah he did the majority of there's a couple of tales in here that are done by other artists uh so he throws this the, the gravity thing and he says i sent him two days two days into the future there's a panel that says two days later quirks appears uh as does part of the space of uh, part of the office is in by then the planet Cato had moved on through space quirks only had a single instant to understand before the coldness of the vacuum froze his body into a solid lump of ice <laughs> class they knew how to kill people back in the 2000 ad days back then didn't they yeah yeah it just absolutely rockets along the stories like they only get like four or five pages to tell the story and then you're on to the next part. And it's great. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I always saw Johnny Alpha as like a mix between uh, the guy, the lead actor out of Jason and the Argonauts, the, okay. the film, Mary Harryhausen, and, and Clint Eastwood. Like yeah. a, a mix of the two. Like that kind of cold mm. stare and like the quiet sort of, not featureless face, but kind of like a hard-drawn mouth and low eyebrows uh it was, it was always dread then johnny alpha for me then strontium dog i think they dread was always the big draw to the comic and then if strontium dog in was it was the second one for me yeah i think you know maybe nemesis you know but they, i think they were the, it was it was certainly a big one and carlos did it for donkey's years it was one of the yeah. last strips carlos drew and he was always on on you know on point with it every time I always like thought like where what what can you do with like uh, bounty hunters essentially? How many stories can you do? And then you read this, and there's absolutely bloody loads. Yeah. Like the the one where they go back in time to stop uh, someone puts a hit out on Ronald Reagan, and they go back in time to stop the hit, and it's where Drew and Red comes with them. And there's a whole thing about Ronnie Reagan being a bit of a, 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 a I'm trying to think of the words, not a dimwit. But he's completely yeah. out of his element. He doesn't really understand what's going on. Yeah. And, and uh, Johnny Alpha is trying to keep Drew and Red from eating Ronald Reagan while trying to stop him being assassinated by some other nasty piece of work. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. I think he's a great that. character. I wrote some yeah. for the for Dog Breath. I wrote one where Johnny Alpha and Wolf Sturmhammer take on a character called the Idiot Killer. Yes, I realise. And uh, they were trying to stop Jamie Bolivar from being murdered. That's one I did. <laughs> and then I, d- I did another one where um, Strontium Dog, Johnny Alpha and Wolf and Durham Red are, are taken on as being to be the policeman on um, a, a sort of a Scottish island, which was very like the Wicker Man. And that was the other one. That was, that was had four parts to it, that one. That was quite, quite good fun. It's great. He's a great character to write. There's yeah. one I remember. Uh, remember, he's got, he's got like a, a Scottish mate that helps him out. Yeah, Jimmy the, the, McNulty or something. I can't remember yeah. the character's name. But they do this one thing where they uh, all these criminals on this planet, where they're on the planet, you can't have search and destroy agents on there, and like there's no laws basically can be invoked, and all the criminals use it as like a haven. So yeah. they set up. A, I think it's called the Brammy or something, where there's a massive like raw rumble style fight, 
and Johnny Alpha and like the Scottish fella go in there to basically hold this event and this is loads of prize money. But as all these criminals enter, they're sort of surreptitiously taking them out and getting them arrested in this event and taking oh, right. them off the world so they can get the bounty. And it's a fucking brilliant like farce of yeah, yeah. Th- this whole event going on. It's like a multi-issue event, but it's really well done. There was a couple of audio audio books wasn't it audio plays big finish oh, didn't, few, didn't they okay yeah and um simon Pegg played johnny alpha very badly to be fair yeah I um, can't imagine doing a serious tough guy nah, it wasn't great and the woman who played serverland was the villain in one of them jacqueline pierce jacqueline pierce oh, right? okay yeah she oh, was right, the so villain in track one of them down yeah yeah they're right yeah yeah they're quite That's good time. i think uh Reds had her own uh spin-off like yeah she did, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, very popular, that character. Why would people want to read about a, a gothy space vampire who hunts men for money? Who, who can't knows? Can't sell that sell him. <laughs> <laughs> Says a man who gets every Vampirella comic that comes out. Yeah, the thing, <laughs> the things they read these days. Yeah, kids. Never sell. <laughs> uh, my, my pick uh, this week was one I read on Comixology. It was actually one of the covers that I picked in our weekly cover choice it's a, a book called lopu volume okay. one okay um if you look i can say that the synopsis with ease because lopu is a silent adventure comic filled with action humor and turmoil and that's literally all it says about it um this is <laughs> this is by lopu comics written by miko saranen saranen oh, i have got that wrong but uh yeah um this is 85 pages it was three pound 19 and when I saw the page count, I thought, oh, I'll give this a punt. And um, this is a wonderful little book, this. Um, actually, I, I think you should both um, check this out, actually. The artwork itself is very clean, and it's very much in the isometric sort of style of artwork. Um, it's wordless, so literally anyone can read it. But I would say it's not an all-ages book. Um, it starts, starts off with um, a bird flying through the clouds, you know, for a few pages. It, it, it has a nice sort of pacing as well. It, it, you know, it takes some pages to get going, and this bird eventually sees this city where you just see like, you know, plumes of smoke coming out from every street and stuff. And it seems quite majestic. And then the bird flies down amongst the people, and you get this wonderful sort of view of like people interacting with each other and in in positive and negative ways flies past windows where you can see people like watering their cactus or um playing the drums or uh having sexy times and <laughs> and, and then it heads like back out and it's just it's flying around for ages until it swoops into a zoo um in one in one of the um zoo sort of cages there's a rhino uh doing a fart in a man's face which may be <laughs> pay and, for that you know yeah and the bird um <laughs> lands on the ground to eat something and as it does so uh, a tiger paw comes down and crushes it. <laughs> and then it eats the bird. But cut to some grumpy old bastard that looks a little bit like Alexi Sale, who's just drinking... <laughs> he's drinking alcohol. He's just finished some alcohol. And you're following him from there, from then on. And uh, he's an asshole. Like, literally, walking in front of cars, he, you know, he, he, he doesn't care. He's smoking on the tube. He's upsetting everyone around him. You follow him as, as his journey as he goes to like a bar. There's a wonderful double page spread. Um, this book isn't so so much set up for um, digital in the sense of like sometimes when you see it, it feels like it's a print book because when you see the two pages next to each other, 
there's a slight mismatch with some of the pages. Hard to explain until you see it for yourself. But there's a wonderful sort of um, almost like a Where's Wally type spread of this bar across a double page. Um, but you know when you see like characters like passing through a scene and lots of different things are happening across the spread. It's all one. It's all one scene, but lots of different things happening. So you see him sitting, sitting and smoking a cigarette, drinking to himself, um, waving to uh, ladies who clearly want nothing to do with him. Every single woman's staying away from him. He's playing darts by himself. Then, then um, he's getting angry, angry at the bar, gets punched in the face, throws up, and then he's thrown out of the bar. This, <laughs> and he's thrown into a, a pile of trash behind the um, behind the bar. And this is where it gets interesting because he, he's there unconscious in the trash and you see this plume of smoke appear from his head and from this plume of smoke you see snakes these blue snakes all this whole um book as well is done in sort of shades of gray um cyans and yellows so it's, it's a wonderful graphically looking book and these these snakes sort of just sort of getting larger and spreading across the page and then a thunderbolt cuts through them and chops one of their heads off and there's a huge explosion and then it cuts to this guy waking up from the pile of trash and looking around and it's a post-apocalyptic comic. <laughs> and he's the only yeah, okay. he's he's the only person left alive on earth. <laughs> As he's looking around at the end, there's a wonderful <laughs> double page spread where you see him standing there, um, looking at the destruction of all these buildings that are crushed and the cars and you know, everything's just a ruin. And then the next page is the same, is the, exactly the same spread, but he's, he's that's where you see the credit, the title card, as it were, and he's bending over and throwing up violently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's you, you follow him literally. He's walking through this, you know, this ruined city, trying to survive. Coming, he comes across some weird, otherworldly monsters. The creatures that you saw in the zoo are now roaming free. Um, he tries to he tries to avoid them, but he trips and falls over, and he lands on a giraffe's head, and the giraffe catapults him into a gorilla's ass, like literally between its bum cheeks, and the gorilla farts him back out. <laughs> it, there's a real slapstick farce to this, uh, you know. All right, but it's it's genuinely really really interesting and a lot of fun. Um, it feels. It's, it's definitely it feels more like a European book definitely feels like it okay is, yeah from somewhere um, he meets a dog and it's, he meets a dog that's all I need to hear yeah, yeah. I like he, comics like that he meets a little, yeah he meets a little dog that's nice to him and then they they sort of travel this strange post-apocalyptic world together um, but like it's, it's brilliant he finds shelter in like an old hamburger place and there's hamburgers so he starts Stuffing his face with hamburger. It, moments like that made me think. God, just after the apocalypse, like normally when you have post-apocalyptic stuff, all of the stuff's gone off. It's been, but you know, if, if you're the last person just after, and all of the food is fresh, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah, be it. <laughs> so, yeah, for so, about two days. For two days, you live like <laughs> yeah. a king. And certainly, he he sort of like he has free refills all day, and he walks out and he goes into a shop and does some window shopping, and he buys himself. He looks like Dave Angel. Do you remember that of him from the fast yeah. show? Oh, yeah, yeah, he goes yeah. In, he goes into a fashion store. Often. Yep, and he walks past this window, and it's literally what Dave Angel wears. Like, you know, those sort of fur-lined coats, little hat and sunglasses. Yeah. and the, Slightly think, tinted glasses. Slightly yeah, tinted yeah. glasses. He's got, the, he's got a medallion, and then he's just strutting around this post-apocalyptic world. 
and then um, he, he gets drunk and then comes across some other weird creatures. Um, there's it's it's really it's really really good. This was a this is a real pleasant surprise. It's volume one, so I'm guessing there's more. Um, it's it's almost dare I say the word dreamlike in its in its sort of um, sort of visuals mm. as well. Um, and there's creatures that are very, very strange, very animated. But I'm, I'm a big fan of isometric sort of artwork as well. Very clean lined, isometric style artwork. Okay. And this has got loads of spreads of that. And um, yeah, but then there's some interesting sort of plot points. But I can't quite tell. This could be all in this character's head. Okay. But, but who knows? Who knows? I'm just along for the That's ride. That's good. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. If yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I don't know if there's um, printed copies of it. Probably is. Um, but Lopu with an exclamation mark, Volume One on Comicsology. Like I say, if you if you find it somewhere, read it. And if if you want to see what the cover was like, then I posted it on Twitter this week. So just look at my my tweets just to see it as one of my chosen covers, which will give you a kind of idea of the style of artwork running through it. So well, you've you done uh, done it for a couple of weeks now, haven't we? Mm. The, yeah, and we're sticking yeah. it on the Slack as well for people on there. Yeah, we've got yeah. a bit of interaction oh, okay. around it on there as well. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's my one. What's the last one, Tony? Uh, last one is just a regular. I try and give them a shout at least once a year. Is Two Morrows. Um, they put out some great magazines and some great books, and I subscribe through my pool list to Back Issue Magazine. Um, I've just got through 128 and 127. 127 is the Soldiers issue starring Sergeant Rock. And it's all about war comics, essentially, in a, in a, in a quite a wide term. Um, I just really think they're the gold standard for comics journalism at the moment. I think they're really positive. They really do are informative there's loads of stuff in there these stuff you don't know about you know and, and, and they take some great subjects for example in this one you've got um sergeant rock so there's a big piece on him who's kind of to me when i think of war comics i think of dc and sergeant rock he's kind of the main one outside of uk comics you know um and there's commentary within that article by get this brian azarello paul Kupperberg, and adam cubert and there's also some stuff from billy tucci and there's some pencils there's always you always get a lot of pencil artwork and original pages scanned in and stuff from billy tucci's the lost battalion which is a great book um there's an article on the history of thunderbolt ross from marvel comics from tales to astonish all the way up to loeb and mcginnis's work on hulk um <clears throat> mort walker art for beetle bailey there's the atlas seaboard period with the war books um, um there's a piece on marvel's war to hell and phantom eagle um there's a book called dc's blitzkrieg which i've never owned a copy of but i've sort of heard about and i've now ordered a couple off ebay actually due to it and it's told from the point of view of the german soldiers um it's got joe cuba art on the covers rick estrado interiors what a series it reminds me of that movie cross of iron did you ever see that no i've really heard it brutal yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It looks amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, there's a lovely, great article on the NAM um, with commentary from Larry Hammer and Michael Golden, and it shows a lot of Michael Golden's pencils in it, which I think you dig. I know. But you read the NAM recently, D? Yeah, I, I read a couple of like a few of the, the collections. Fucking love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's probably my favorite comic I, I, although i do like sergeant rock stuff i think people mistake war comics as being oh these sort of run of the mills oh look the americans are beating up the germans again but a lot of them had some really interesting historical moments there's a lot of them you know sergeant rock goes to you know um 
a concentration camp for example and stuff like this and children in war and there's a lot of really really well-made stuff in these yeah, it's not just sort of like suck on this blah blah yeah blah. like in yeah, the Nanders not... one where they they go off base to kind of like live it up because they've got a bit of like time off and the shit goes down when they're off and it, it feels like it's real and i think yeah. it was based on someone's like memoirs sort of what thing, happened yeah yeah, yeah. it's like, oh my god these people are really can't imagine being 19 and being in fucking vietnam and imagine yeah, yeah it's barely time my shoelaces at 19 you know yeah there's um of all the books that you can probably pick these up for quite cheap um there's a there's a series called cinder and ash have you heard of that from 1988 guys no. mini series no, by jerry conway and jose luis garcia lopez um it's i reread it a few years ago and was i mean we all know lopez is amazing don't we he's the dude um it's set in new orleans and it features a vietnam vet turned pi called jacob ash and Cinder Dubois, who's the daughter of an African-American soldier and a Vietnamese woman. And it's this really hard-hitting detective story with flashbacks to Vietnam about... Um, it's about a really adult kidnap. Um, I don't know why this isn't like an evergreen, because it's so good. It reminds you of a really good TV series, you know. Um, very clever. It's also within it, it's got some um, scans and pencils from Russ Heath. Um, some of the war stuff he did and some of the Jack Kirby, I think, from The Losers. It's always on point. And I think there is a way you can get a digital subscription for it. I mean, it's a little bit pricey, so it's nine ninety five in dollars, whatever your comic shop's going to charge you for that. Mm. But it's it's a spined magazine. It's not like just a throwaway magazine. There's an awful lot to it. And uh, they have a different theme per issue. The one, issue 128, is all about TV adaptions. But it's not the obvious ones. It's like... Um, sledgehammer for example you know remember that tv series sledgehammer mm, um, do. yeah it's about um the, the dark shadows comic that came out of gold key or you know the family affairs comic that came out of gold key you know <laughs> it's yeah primus out of charlton it, it's a really good issue i was going to do that one and then i started reading this back at the um the war one i thought oh, i'll do this so there's a whole article on the comics that came out of the v series you remember v the mini series yeah. Me too, man. Fucking loved it. And the, the comics, are, a lot of them are done by Carmine Infantino. They look oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, And with Tony Zuniga's inks on it, just incredible stuff. Yeah. So there's, it's well worth a look. If you can, if you're at a comic mart and they have a load in a you know load of back issues and in literally the magazine back issue in a box and they're cheap, grab a load because they're they're a real education and they'll only get you going to eBay like I do and buying stuff that you I've missed out on. So yeah, back issue magazine from Two Morrows. Two Morrows do jack kirby collector they do um all sorts of books on um herb trimpy they do alter ego which goes a bit further back into the sort of um silver and golden age um they do a load of a load of stuff about there's a book on comic book implosion there's a mike grell book that i got that's really good there's uh you name it the don book on don heck oh it's just so good yeah brilliant stuff there you go that's my one nice one nice so there you go. Lots of fantastic comics for you to add to your recommendations and to check out this week. And it's been um, whew, it's been a hot week, but we got through it. Yeah. Um, somehow, somehow. It's gonna be week. a hot night. Yeah. Pardon. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm <laughs> sleep downstairs again. In the shed. Sleep in the garden. Yeah. Uh, sleep in the garden. That'd probably be quite cool this evening. I've got like a lounge chair in my back garden. Look at him. Dan, like Dan's shopping a waitress. Tony's got a lounge chair. Six years <laughs> and this is what it did to us. That's yeah, what it did to that's us. all the eh? money that rolls in from our sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that money coming in. Yeah. 
but thank you for listening to us this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, of course, there's lots of talking points, so keep the conversation going. As always, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod where we'll be posting this episode. Um, probably putting it as a pinned tweet and then trying to uh, get some listens that way. Um, try and game the system. Yeah, <laughs> try and game the system. Um, yes, and obviously keep the conversation going on there, as well as on facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast and the community group Awesome Comics Talk, which you're welcome to join if you want to talk about comics, making comics, comics conventions, etc. There's loads of great people on there. Um, there's also the Slack. If you want to um, join that, um, get in touch with us and we'll, we'll send the details to join up on yep. that. Yep, a couple people um, doing join today. Yep. Please um, join us for the Drink and Draw for anyone that's listening um, fresh. It's Friday the 23rd of July. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time. What is time now? Um, uh, <laughs> kick off at seven seven thirty, and it's all on Zoom. So the details will be on, on Slack, on the Facebook pages, or etc. You know, to get in touch. Um, and at this chucklehead, Tom Curry is the, the one leading that. So please get in touch with him on how you can be involved for the big one. Um, thank you for listening to us whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on Apple Podcast pod, I can't get, every week I go well up until I can't say the word podcast <laughs> what's wrong with me um, but yeah seriously if you listen to us on Apple then subscribe and leave a review it really does help get the word out about this show and more people will find out about the comics that we talk about and the, and the creators and all the interesting things and you lovely people because it's a community and we all love each other. And if you listen to us on any other networks such as Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the networks you want to We're on Pod. It's like a little sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, God. The nightmares never end. Um, <laughs> but where can people find us online, etc.? Dan. Hello. I'm back. Where did you... What? Where did you go? What? I, my connection just cut out and I lost about 10 seconds of you talking there. Oh, okay. Anyone that's listened to this show knows that I'm usually waffling like an absolute loony person at the end of the show. She didn't miss anything, Dan. Um, okay. Where can we find you, Dan? Where can we people find you, you online? You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic. You can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com and you can check out the Vanguard Patreon, which is uh, thriving and surviving. <laughs> thriving and surviving. Speaking I'm of, kind of not sure how much to post up of the, what I'm working on Viper 2 because obviously I don't want to spoil the bloody thing, but I want to give people content to look at. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. tricky one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the work in progress um, question mark is always an interesting one because it's like, do yeah. I show too much? But also, who's actually watching? Um, yeah. But if you've, got, if you've got that guaranteed sort of Patreon viewers as well, it's fascinating, dude. I, th- I, think, I, think, with, I think Patreon is the way because Patreon is, is your... Um, captivated audience they're there to support you so yeah. i think i think if you like thanks for following yeah. me look you, you you're you're an exclusive so you can see all the secret shit that no one else has seen so i would say that's a good way to, to do it yeah that's where i treat it and it's also a chance for people to have a discussion about stuff yeah. we're finding we're getting a lot of comments and chat about stuff which is really nice yeah, okay. yeah. basically yeah basically yeah. i i follow your patreon so i want to see all your work in progress so there you go that's an order uh when can people where can people find you tony yeah, because I'm as cool as Dan almost. It's patreon.com forward slash tribute press. <laughs> there yeah. you go. And you definitely want to sign up for that because there's comics and all kinds going out there. 
Thanks, man. Great stuff. I'll wait for the uh, George Mayhem. Yeah, it should be this. It should be with you in the next few days, man. I've got you're in the first tranche of post outs. What? There you what? Go. A tranche? Is that a word? I made it up. Oh. Sounds good, though. Yeah. yeah, sounds right. Oh, you're so. I'm going to look up what it means now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. If you want to see my artwork and just basically being positive about things, because that's that's yeah. what we need right now. So, and um, thank you for listening this week. Oh, I was right. Tranche, a portion of something, especially money. There you go. That's right. Oh, yeah, I got that right. That's, a nice, I, yeah. that's a nice one. I didn't know that. But... Yeah. Blimey. We'll learn um, something new. Learn something. Yep. Mm. Yep. Every episode goes by and you'll learn at least one thing because knowledge is power. Um, Can I do one quick late, late shout out? There's a, uh, an Instagram uh, account that Tony got me to follow. And it's brilliant. It's called <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> underscore Fried underscore Mark. It's one of Vince's cats. It's not safe for work, but uh, <laughs> that was such, such a great, such a great account. That uh, yeah, it's gold. <laughs> I'll go forth and follow that. And um, yes, while I deal with my very, don't look at me like that. Yeah, I can hungry. Hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, go go forth. Enjoy your week from Dan, Tony, and myself. Reloads of comics. Stay happy, healthy, and we love you. Um, even my cat will probably meow again in a minute. Um, and we'll see you next week. But until then, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Bye. 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 Bye.